Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're here with me, Pete, and along with me this week, I have Ben. Hello. And Eddie. Hello. And that's it. We've uh, we've lost Kirk to work of some kind. Yeah, <laughs> actual work, not not um, not his framing mm. of games. Yeah, like not real 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 time work. Not the hustle, actual work. I mean, terrible times, terrible times yeah. for everyone. But you know, that's what you get for bringing someone in on an internship. They uh, prioritize paid work above it. Shameful, really. Yeah, <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, exactly. And he's learning so much here. I mean, not about podcasting, <laughs> but generally. Um, <laughs> anyway, we also don't have a Boxing Burger this week, but that was fantastic fun last week, wasn't it? It was brilliant. It was really, really good. Um, and yeah, thanks again to for him for coming on. Mm. Um, we had a yeah, we had a good chat about all of the events that have just gone on. So um, if you haven't listened to that one, you can check that one out or check it out on our YouTube channel. Yes, indeed. And yeah, I suppose I should run through what we normally do because last week we abandoned the format completely. So this week we are going back to the tried and tested news, followed by new releases, followed by a bit of what we've been playing, which is looking pretty good this week, I might say. And our feature this week is incredibly well-timed because we're going to talk about when we should hear about upcoming games, Um, which I think is probably on the top of everyone's minds at the moment, really. Mm. So... Yeah, look forward to that. But should we uh, should we kick off with the news, or do you want to talk streaming for a second, Ben? Oh, we could talk quick streaming. Um, so yeah, we streamed last uh, week with mm-hmm. um, one of the games that we've been playing. We're going to talk about that, the Turtles. Um, and this Thursday, we're going to be streaming the Quarry, mm-hmm. uh, which came out a couple of weeks ago. So we weren't actually planning to cover this game, but we, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's right up my street, until dawn type game. Um, but uh, yeah, lucky enough to get code so thank you 2k for sending that one over so let's make the most of it and let's uh, let's get streaming it i think yes indeed i like um, the royal but, wii usage there ben that was really good i know i love like, that yeah. well we it's a collective <laughs> well i was we there stream, it's, if i was as well yeah, yeah that, that's that's it so it's a collective thing we, we're we're there and the and the people in the chat like we're we're doing it together we're doing it together um i don't know if you guys are, are streaming rocket league or you might do later on in the week but I suppose we'll, we'll see it's, if that happens. It's very possible. I think that one's an ad hoc, isn't it? That's a, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it is, it'll probably be Friday and probably around eight. But, but we'll see. But if you are um, listening to this and uh, you've got a Twitch account, go and give us uh, go and give us a follow because then we can get to that affiliate status. Even if just a small amount of our listeners actually went onto Twitch and followed us, then we'd we'd hit that goal. Mm. We'd, we'd smash it, actually. We'd smash it. So, yeah, go <laughs> and, a, uh, go and do that. It's a very low bar, and we are It's a very low bar. It. It's a, it, you know, you only need, like, 50 follows on Twitch to get affiliate yeah. status, so we could do that very easily. <laughs> so please just go on, give us a follow, Grumpy Gamers Podcast, uh, yeah, and uh, get notifications for when we're online. And end the embarrassment that currently is us not reaching it. Yes, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we've only really—I'd say—we're only being proactive on Twitch yeah, now. True, so, true. but we yeah. need to—we need to get there, don't we? <laughs> we do. It would just be nice, wouldn't it? Um, it would be. But in other news, shall we do the news? Yes, yeah. So the quick news: um, there is uh, a Nintendo Direct this Wednesday. So the day of this podcast release, there is a Nintendo Direct. So uh, obviously, we've had all the other showcases. So Nintendo announced one. Unfortunately, it is uh, it is just on Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Mm. So it's not the direct that I think a lot of us were <clears throat> hoping that we get this week. Um, but that doesn't mean there isn't going to be one in June, a full direct. So let's not get disheartened about it. And to be honest, I 
I'm quite looking forward to this because I have no hype for Xenoblade Chronicles 3, so I would like to be hyped. I'd like them to sell me this game. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to want it because it comes out in July. So it does, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Let's let's all let's all look forward to this. And I'm sure they're going to talk about the battle system because I think that's the only element of the game that they haven't really talked about. So let's look forward to that one. Um, and the other b- piece of quick news is that Dragon's Dogma has is getting a sequel. Mm-hmm. So Dragon's Dogma Two has been announced and it's being made in Capcom's RE engine. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's going to look really good. And uh, that has a bit of a cult following. So, I mean, I've it was one of those games for me that I played quite a bit of, but then I dropped off it because it's actually quite long. Um, <laughs> and I turned it back on this week because I was like, with this news, I was like, yeah, let's let's give it another give it another go. Load it up, and then turned it off. I was like, okay, no, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't commit to that. So, um, but it is a bit of a cult classic, and a lot of people love that game. So, do, um, yeah. that's pretty cool announcement, isn't it? Very much so, very much so. And then, I mean, we're blurring the lines between quick news and long news here, but I suppose is it just the size of the game when I start off by saying that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth was announced? Mm. Yes, well, yeah, the, the, the name, I suppose, is uh, yeah. <laughs> was, was the new bit. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it was kind of their announcement for on the, uh, at the Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary, <clears throat> but yeah. we know it's coming, we know a third one's coming, so I suppose it's not really an out-and-out announcement. Hmm. Um, they did comment or confirm the release date, as much as you can confirm when this far out, as winter 2023. Yeah. So we know a bit more than we did before, but Rebirth, I mean, remake, then Rebirth. Do we assume the next one's re-something? Revenge. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I reckon. It could be, I mean, it? I mean, that's just, that's what rolls off the tongue for it. So, mm. I mean, that would make sense, wouldn't it? It kind of um, fits the story, yeah. Um, but uh, this, the big thing with this one was that um, a lot of people were expecting that it would be announced for Xbox, but obviously there is a bit more of a timed exclusive that Sony have got for the old PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I yeah. did I did think, by the way, that one of the quotes from a director of the game, uh, I'm, Hamaguchi is the surname. I'm not going to try and pronounce the, uh, the first name there, <laughs> just in case. I thought this was an interesting quote where he said that the Final Fantasy VII remake project is a three-part trilogy, but Rebirth is much more than just one instalment in a series. We're developing it with all the passion and dedication needed to create an original game and plan to deliver the ultimate gameplay and world-building experience. I thought that was a particularly good quote with this one because, I mean, while it is most likely just jargon come up with by a PR team, it suggests they're taking it pretty seriously, doesn't it? Um, oh, I think so. This, mm. is, this is a huge game, isn't it? The first one was so well-received. Yeah, and um, it's... It's such an iconic franchise. Like they've really got to go as hard at it as they can, haven't they? And the footage they trilo- look fantastic. So this trilogy has the potential to be one of those really, really special ones that people look back on mm. uh, a few years later and go, "Jesus, that was fucking good." Because it will take you know, 10, 12 years for them to get through this trilogy to release them. So yeah, yeah. and this yeah, it's uh, it must be said for me. One. This is pretty much the only console seller for PlayStation at the moment. As in the really, one is that, that would, um, the one that would make me get it? Is this trilogy? Is, but, is it that that big for you? Is it? It kind of is. Yeah, I mean, clearly not big enough that I've already bought one, but <laughs> it's the one that makes me go. You're going to have to at some point, unless they come to PC. So, yeah, is there any talk about these coming to PC? Not yet. 
No. I'm just thinking because they're, they're doing it with all the others now, aren't they? I say that and then I expect Ben to correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I thought it would be coming mm. to PC. The first one isn't on PC, I take it. I don't think so. Well, no, I think no, we're, yeah. show, we're showing our lack of knowledge here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it is on PC <laughs> as yet, no. I think I think maybe we should look that up, but mm. yeah, uh, maybe maybe it's not. But I imagine it will come to PC at some point, even if it's uh, if it, if it's not already. Yeah, uh, you would think yeah. so, wouldn't you? Oh, hang on, three days ago. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> really? Oh, is that announced at the event as well? <laughs> Seventeen June, twenty twenty-two. Wow, I missed that. <laughs> okay, so I'll that's part of the right. story then. <laughs> yeah, don't need to buy a PS4 at all. Goodbye with that. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) They will all come eventually. I'll catch them when they do. My God. It's good that we do a really in-depth research on this stuff. And it's also good that Mm, I did not watch the whole thing, isn't it? But, you know, what do we do (laughs) when we do? Um, The other bit that I did catch on this, by the way, is that Crisis Core uh, Final Fantasy VII Reunion is coming out as well. Um, So that's going to be released this winter. It's a remaster of the original Crisis Core, and it's going to be all the way across all of the consoles via PC on Steam. You'd think Fuck that would have pushed me. me to check Steam. Final Fantasy VII Remake on Steam is £70. Yeah, it's, wow. not, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Fuck <laughs> That's dark. That's an expensive one. Ooh, Holy that is shit. Yeah, I will be waiting for sale, obviously. Like, I'm not jumping at it straight away. See. Well, <laughs> that is Pete, expensive. If it helps, it's on sale right now. 30% off, sale. down to £50. Pounds. Sale, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's expensive for a game which um, wow. that's been out for years. Mm. Yes. That well, has got to be now. one of, if not the, most expensive game on Steam, as in without bundles. That has got to, that's, yeah. the, that's the most expensive one I've ever seen. You would think it's right up there, wouldn't you? And the thing is as well, you say, Ben, it's been out a little while. That basically tells me that by the Christmas sale this year, it'll probably be half that. Yeah, yeah, yeah wait for a Christmas sale on this bad boy. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah because is... on, on PlayStation, I'm sure you can pick it up relatively cheaply, surely. Maybe they're trying Maybe. to go the Nintendo route. <laughs> well, yeah, you put it on PC. They're trying to bank the big sales because, you know, put it on PC, you'll get a certain type of person that's been waiting exclusively for the PC release mm-hmm. so you might as well charge top dollar yeah yeah I'm still very shocked I missed this but you know it's absolutely fine it's there I will wish list it and wait until it's much much cheaper yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah to wrap up the rest of it about Crisis Core by the way this was the action RPG um, which was on PSP Ben in 2008 uh, yes yeah yeah it's quite yeah. quite revered it is yeah it's got a, a very attached fan base to that one so that's coming out this winter and it's got updated models voiceovers and new music which as well as a remaster which i think it should be good it just depends how much they charge for it i think it will be um that'll be cool because a lot of people won't have played that game mm. a lot of people would have skipped out on it wouldn't have had a psp um so yeah it's really good that that's getting a re-release yes um, indeed yeah, so if, if you can hear loads of banging behind I've got numerous animals that won't shut the fuck up around me so. Ben sort it out uh, man. none of the rest of us cause this kind of problem yeah, yeah, yeah it's oh, always yeah, you no. that makes those noises listen if you time, ever hear it, banging it's always Ben just always it's fucking then. not like I, I do I, I, I make everyone else's sounds disappear you fucking guys can't keep still to save your life but this time 
Hey, what do you mean you guys? Because because we didn't figure out what that one time that noise was making. I'm sitting in a dark room with no phone, no laptop. The only thing I have on is my computer. Eddie, I'm actually Eddie. I'm not even allowed a mouse because it makes too much noise clicking in the background. Uh, Pete, Pete, that's why I bought the silent mouse because Ben (laughs) had that moan at you once. So I was like, right, I'm not to buy one of them before Ben has a moan about that. Yeah, to, to be fair, Eddie's pretty good. Pete's the worst, mm. um, and Kirk's usually Kirk's worst. usually mm. Kirk's usually very very good, but he was a bad bad guy last last week as well. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's my turn this week. So if you hear banging, uh, it'll go away eventually. Fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, do we have more news? Yes, we have more news. Uh, That's not me, actually. It's Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a small one. Um, V Rising, uh, that vampire game, has sold 2 million copies. Uh, So Eurogamer's news story. uh, Vampiric survival game V Rising has hit the 2 million sales milestone since launching itself fangs first onto Steam a month ago. Very good. Thank you, Eurogamer. Um, The game's early access version, a mix of base building and crafting with multiplayer elements, has proven very popular and positive reviews helped it hit 1 million copies sold in just over a week. Um, So a huge launch. It looks great, in my opinion. It's got very positive on Steam, as you can imagine. Um, ben, have you? Did you, you see? Played this? A bit, didn't you? you? I was going to yeah, say. I, I think f- Ben's played a bit. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I've, played, I've played a bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I've I've played a bit. Um, it's very Valheim. Uh, I think it's one of those that you want to be playing with your mates. Uh, wow. I, I was kind of when I got the game, I thought, you know, what, I'll get this because it will be played eventually, and I'll get a little head start before Pete comes in and then just plays two hundred hours. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather know what's going on for when eventually Pete does get involved, and then I can just join in. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it, it was really cool, um, but unlike with Valheim, where I played with partial controller support this one doesn't have any so um when they do bring out some controller support then i'll uh I'd, I'd be more be more interested is that honest. why you died so often in valheim just like crossing terrain was it trying it's to just on the trees just fucking trees random trees um, small ponds ben would drown well yeah because i had to play a hybrid with the uh, uh with the keyboard and controller yeah i i make things very difficult for myself i mean I in valheim you def- for a survival game i've never known someone die that often like yeah it's a, it's not not the easiest thing to do die as much as i do but in the you know, starting when you've got area it, it's a lovely sunlit <laughs> field littered with ben's corpses like. When you when you got it, Pete, you just gotta. <laughs> if that's if that's what you're good at, you gotta gotta buy into it. <laughs> but yeah, this game this game is good. Um, it's not quite got the Valheim level of sales, or has it? Because Valheim did like four or five million in its first oh, yeah, month Valheim or so, was didn't it? Huge, isn't it? It, was, um, it basically this, did over a million a week for eight weeks or something. Yeah. But what what's great? Like this is a this is a fifteen quid game. Mm. So two million two million copies. That's that's fucking mental. Like thirty million quid in the bank for for probably a relatively small team. Yeah. To to give this crack and go. What I would say about this game is that it looks a lot better than Valheim did at the start. Uh, oh. That was my main gripe. Valheim, I thought it looked like shit. Yeah, but you're the only one um, that thought Valheim didn't look good at the start. I thought it looked great. People thought it yeah. looked great. You yeah. Looked, 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 I mean, it, it does. I mean, that I don't. I didn't think I was being controversial when I said that. I think. You but know. you were. Yeah, mm. F1 really turns liked out, the art turns style, out it was. you. Yeah. You were in the turns minority. Yeah, no, that, that art style is to uh, paper over the fact that it looks like shit. It looked great. Uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, 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 yeah you, you were, you were. 
Good. So that's V Rising. Okay. <laughs> that is V Rising. Um, you can tell there's a lot of good news this week because uh, we're taking we've had all the um, all over the shop. Yes. Yeah. We, we've um, we've had all the conferences. It's all about games and things like that. But yeah. uh, so our our news is a bit filler, really, isn't it? Um, so our third story is uh, Diablo Immortal has earned twenty million uh, pounds within its first two weeks after launch. Um, so it's been downloaded 8 million times in that first two weeks, which is quite impressive. And uh, yeah, as I said, 20, 20 million pounds worth of revenue generation. So that will be through the microtransactions because it's a free-to-play game. Mm. Um, it's you know it's still this controversial game, and it depends who you speak to, whether somebody loves it or hates it um, or says it's the devil. <laughs> uh, but I... I like I said the other week, I still think it's probably one of the best mobile games out there for the casual gamer. I don't think you have to buy into the microtransaction stuff. Um, but a couple of stats for you coming from Eurogamer reporting this. Uh, the US made up 26% of the downloads of the 8 million. Mm. But the ones behind that were South Korea and Brazil with <laughs> 11 and 8%. And then Japan followed with 8% as well. But South Korea really getting, uh, getting up with this. And then following from that... Of the revenue generation of the 20 million, 43% of that revenue has been generated by US players mm. and 26% from South Korea. So almost almost 70% of the revenue has come from the US and South Korea. Mm. Yeah. That, that's pretty that's pretty cool. Um but uh Diablo, Diablo Immortal is, as I said, plagued with the uh with the um controversy around it and it has actually got the lowest user score of any pc game ever on metacritic <laughs> wow um and it's currently around 0.2 and on ios um it also has a similar rating of like 0.2 0.3 something like that um <clears throat> but i think this is just another reason why we really need to get rid of that user score thing on metacritic i don't know who pays attention to it but it just needs to go away um, I think too many games. I think the more popular the, your game is, the more likely it is to be review bombed. And and if if people have a problem with the game, I, like nobody's doing it properly. Nobody's saying, oh, okay, I think it's a five out of ten because of all these things that are wrong with it. They yeah, say zero, yeah. and yeah. everyone just says zero, 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 and it just makes it yeah, this nonsense. Is, and this is it should have a verified purchase system. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it should. Actually, yes. you must have bought the game for your user score to count. Because, yeah, otherwise yeah. it is just too much. I think it's still... But you can only do that through some things like Steam, can't you? Because you can't really do that on... Yeah, that is that is the problem. But Or maybe you should have a code that goes for Metacritic just to stop this. Because yes. it is yeah. really annoying. And then, yeah, they'd still be able to do it on Google or whatever. But it's just... Yeah, it is annoying when you get this degree of review bombing like. but because it makes it meaningless because actually the 10,000 people or whatever who have said zeros they are a vocal we don't know whether it's minority or majority we don't know what it is because they're the ones being vocal so I think it's fairly decent I'm not going on to Metacritic and saying 8 out of 10 <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I, I can't, can't be asked to do any of that but the, the it's like when you're one way or the other you're more inclined to go on there and post your yes. post your score but it yeah. just means it a bit yeah. nonsense i really think the user score should just be got rid of mm. on uh on metacritic i think it's just another another example and I, I also think this is this it's almost a stupid it's like 
people comparing mobile games to console games and all this kind of stuff and i yeah i'm just just not into it but there were fears uh coming from the diablo community about microtransactions being uh within diablo 4 mm-hmm. um and the franchise exec rod ferguson has said to be clear diablo 4 is a full price game built for pc playstation and xbox audiences so and what he's the implication from that being that microtransactions, although they may be in the game, I believe are only to be cosmetic and have nothing to do with the actual gameplay. Yeah, I mean, not outright so, said in those exact words, but you can. No, but it, the, the, it, it was follow. It was following on from yeah. the uh, from that kind of conversation. I don't think he can be cut and dry clear because I think they will have microtransactions, and I think it will be for cosmetics. Yeah. But he can't be quote. He doesn't want to quote anything that could change over time. But uh, yeah, the gameplay wise, and because it's going to have PvP, I just don't think. Mm, yeah, fair. I don't think they can. They can. They can do that. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, between, that's the news. That between this and uh, was it the f- um, oh, Fortnite? Remember mm. when they were raising money for yeah, uh, yeah Ukraine? And how much money do these companies earn through? Oh, yeah, but listen, like I was thinking about this, like 20 million. So they went 20 million in the first two weeks. Like it doesn't mean anything. Like I I know I said it as a story and we go, oh, isn't that a big number and everything? But I don't actually know what that means. And I I don't know relative to what money it took to make this mobile game. You know, it's a pretty good mobile game. It's a pretty complete package. Mm. Behind all the microtransactions and everything, if you just tarted it up, it could go straight on console. Mm. Like and you could charge thirty five quid for it or something. You know, it's a it's a decent game. Like what type kind of money goes into making this and has twenty million worth of revenue, what does that cover of its cost? Does that smash it or does that is it still got cost to recoup? It, well, these mean, are the questions that we have no idea yeah, about. It's been it's been two weeks, Ben. I think they've got a bit more time. Uh, <laughs> it's not about the time, Pete. No, it's no. about how much it costs to make a game. Very I, true, I don't yeah. know. Actually. I mean, I don't think they're desperate to recoup costs within two weeks. Is what I mean. <laughs> oh, I, I, am, I imagine that they would be hopeful of absolutely smashing it within weeks Fair. because the game dies after a few weeks. Like yeah, that is a good point. that's the that's the that's the long and short of it. After a while, that will just taper right off after mm. a few weeks. So yeah, this is their time the to thing, smash it, especially with. Um, with microtransaction games. Yeah, fair. Yeah. While they're in vogue so, is their strongest point. Exactly, yeah. Well, that was the very chill news section for the week. <laughs> yeah, well, it was really, it was really kind of two weeks as well because mm. <laughs> we, we didn't do a normal show last week, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but I suppose the thing uh, is, if you want to know the news, go watch one of the showcases. Like, Yes, because that is the big news. news. Yeah, yeah like, that's exactly. Uh, but I suppose we're on to new releases and you've got an absolute fuck done, Eddie. Yeah, Here we, we go, Eddie. Two weeks Big worth, time. haven't we? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, let's start with an absolute banger. Um, 15th of June, it came out on PC. I, I don't know if it's on anything else, but I couldn't be asked to look it up, and I assume it's not, because it's a very PC game. Yeah. And that is The Guild 3. The Guild 3 is a fascinating trade and life simulation that takes place during the late Middle Ages. Step into the shoes of a citizen, acquire businesses and mansions, produce goods and trade them. Start intrigues in po- uh, politics and society. Love, hate, bribe, fight, and live through good and bad times. Um, the Guild games are kind of RPGs where you follow one person or if you have kids you follow them and stuff and have a wife and you follow them and it's it's all about building up your business uh kind of creating an empire 
And there's kind of another side of it with politics where you uh, basically try and work your way up from the politics. And, of course, that helps your businesses that you earn as well. Ah, deeply um, corrupt. Yes, nice, nice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> in fact, in Guild 2, uh, the best, uh, the problem, biggest problem with it is the rogue uh, class was so much more entertaining and so much more fun to play than any <laughs> other one. So, um, but hey, this looks great. Um, I've played one and two. Um, I was a bit disappointed by two, if I'm being honest. But I think um, the fact that it was still successful, I, I think the Guild 3 could be amazing. It's been in early access since bloody, I think, 2019 or something like that. So I really think it's going to be good. It's on my wish list. Um, I highly recommend anyone to check out the old ones as well. It's on my wish list now as well. I thought it had mixed reviews on Steam. It definitely does, yes. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I don't know anything about this, and it's quite good that you've to uh, you've said that you played the first two, Eddie, because mm. I when I saw this, I thought this looks really good graphically, but mm. I but as soon as you started looking, I looked at the trailer, I was like, mm. I don't reckon it'll be very good. <laughs> it just didn't seem very good. It seemed, I don't know, it just seemed a bit lame. You know what, like. It is. Um, it's not like fast-paced like most other games. This is. It's more the satisfaction that you've kind of built yourself up, and they're doing certain things. Yeah. Um, it's not you know your fast-paced. I'm gonna kill people and stuff. So, um, it'll be interesting what they do with this one because I, I think they would have found on the last one that everyone kind of uh, steered over to the rogue class. So maybe they've incorporated certain things with it. Um, yeah, it could be good. It could be shit. I've seen it's got mixed reviews on on Steam, but that's remember obviously it's only full release it's early from fifteenth of June. Yes, yeah, so these yeah, are all early yeah. access, so it's going to have all the people going. <clears throat> there's a bug. There's this. There's that. So yeah, fair. Don't really take that into consideration. Um, but next one, Autonauts coming out on PlayStation's Xboxes Switch June sixteenth in. Autonauts. I'm saying that right, aren't I? Autonauts. I think so. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, you must build, create, and automate. Oh, that was good. I like that. Um, start by establishing a colony, crafting bots, and teaching them via Scratch-style programming to build an ever-evolving autonomous parade of agriculture, industry, and enlightenment. Um, the art style is not for me. It's like really bright and happy. The animations are fucking awful. Um, mm. But these kind of games, I do like like the mechanics. It looks like, you know, you just... Oh, let's get the fucking screenshots up again. Yeah, it looks like a typical kind of Minecraft-style colony builder. So I think I would actually quite enjoy it if I play it. But but compared to, considering this is a stacked market, I, I think this won't do well. But what do you guys think of this? I, I saw the epic. description... I saw the description and I was like, wow, this sounds like a game for me, actually. And then I looked thing. at it yeah. and I thought, ah, damn it. It probably yeah. is all right, but it's yeah. got that childish, yes. kiddie kind of art style thing, which is actually very slick, very bright, but very, um, it looks quite polished. But I just, I was immediately turned off by that. So, mm, yeah, same. yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Looks like they've gone for a market and they stuck with it, which is fine. Um, next one, Neon White coming out on PC and Switch, June 16th. Neon White is a single-player speed-running FPS uh, where you can sacrifice your guns for godlike parkour moves. Um, it looks like it might be okay. Um, the parkour combined with cards could be fun. I've seen some good clips where you like do a fireball or whatever. Um 
I don't know why they went with this art style, though. That kind of really pisses me off. Do you know what I mean? It's got, like, for our listeners, it's got, like, the people have got, like, fangs and, and like, horns and uh, and just everyone looks a bit stupid. Like, some people have got masks on. Well, it's, they're fighting demons in heaven, aren't they, or something? I think that's well, the... But right, why yeah. did they do that? Because this game, like the mechanics with the, you know, picking a card and using the weapon and, and mm. all this sort of stuff, it looks quite interesting. Mm. And yeah, it, it, and that in itself is, is its own, like, you know, USP. So why didn't they just stick with that and just make it normal? <laughs> I, see your, I see your point. I feel that you might be giving it short shrift considering it's overwhelmingly positive reviews. Yeah, on, on okay. Steam. Overwhelming. That's in, that is interesting that it's got overwhelming. Poly- mm. It's been a couple of. It was in a Nintendo Direct. Um, mm, it was. Yeah, it's yeah, also it shown at another was, event yeah. that we've just seen, probably Summer Game Fest or something. And yeah, we saw that. I don't know. I, every time I've seen a trailer of this game, I have no interest in it whatsoever. But as you said, overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, right? and to be fair, a lot of them mention how good the soundtrack is and that speed running to it is incredibly fun. So right, fair that enough. might be just, again, that's the gameplay, not the plot, though, as Eddie says. But mm. if it works, it works. No, yeah. that's the thing. And it's, yeah, overwhelmingly positive. So mm. looks like even if we don't recommend it, quite a few people would. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I just, I just, I think the mechanics will be really quite interesting to me, but um, I just wish they weren't so silly on it. Mm. But I guess if that's what people want, then that's what people want. Um, moving on. Overlord, Escape from Nazarick. Almost messed that one up. Coming out on PC and Switch, June 16th. 2D action-adventure game set in the rich world of the epic dark fantasy Overlord. This latest installment in the series features an original story overseen by Overlord's creator, Kujane Mariyama. Nailed that one. Fine, Clement... Clementines, I was going to say Clementes. Uh, Missing memories and make your escape. Um, this is a kind of a 90s art style, um, like kind of, I don't know what you call it, a 2D shitty sideways scroller dog shit thing. Um, (laughs) the gameplay looks very standard, like all of these, uh, but the music was bloody intense. So I, I guess that's, that's a positive. Um, Ben, I'm going to come to you because you normally defend shit games like this. It's crowded market, man. <laughs> you know what? They're, they're, more and more are coming out, aren't they? It, yeah, it's crazy I mean, how many of these. Have the thing come is, out if, you, if you love this type of game, which uh, you know loads of people do, mm. uh, and it is on the Switch, it's a perfect home for it. Um, yeah, I can I can see it being a good game for those type of people, but you know, it's um, it's a very crowded market, and mm. there are really really good ones out there. Well, so. I think a lot of people are making this type of game because they want to. As much as anything, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's all the guys who grew up with these games. All the people Absolutely, who grew up yeah. with these games yeah. have the chance to make a game, so they make one like on that. A, on a system which mm. it, it goes really well for. Yeah, and like, on a budget. Yes, so it absolutely. Just yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we will see mm. a lot of these. This doesn't stand out from by, by much. Yeah, same. <laughs> Fair enough, folks. Um, Red Out 2 coming out on PC, PlayStations, Xboxes, and Switch. Woohoo, all of them. June 16th. Um, the fastest racing game in the universe. Red Out 2 is a tribute to a classic arcade racing games and the sequel to the circuit. 
critically circuitry, critically acclaimed Redout reach impossible speeds in exhilarating futuristic races across an extensive single player campaign and competitive multiplayer. Um, there are six types of races, like kind of you do different things in them. Um, there's vehicle customization. Uh, the visuals and audios look great. Um, you know what? This this is really killing me, and I hope you two can Wipe help out. me out. This reminds me of I think it's a Wipe, PlayStation. Wipeout. 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 Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm gonna type that in because I bet it. Yeah. Is. It's, for our listeners, it looks exactly like Wipeout. It's a modern day Wipeout, which it is. is yeah. uh, it looks really really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Wipeout the game show, not that. I'm I'm gonna type no. in. Well, Wipeout, no. I mean, you know, the original Redout literally um, called itself a tribute to F Zero, Wipeout, and Roll Cage. Yeah, so, yeah, it's wipeout. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. F Zero is the other one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. Wipeout. I think I played Wipeout twenty ninety seven. I recognise the case already. Yeah, yeah, that was a fucking game. But um, hey, this looks quite good as well. Do you think? I think it does. Yeah, yeah I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I always found Wipeout really fucking difficult as a kid. Like the pace of it and everything. I just really, really difficult. Maybe it was just me. Would explain I mean, the driving. You're bad at oh yeah, you're bad at driving, but you're also <laughs> bad at games. Imagine how bad you were with mm. a kid. Jesus. Not not good at not good at games. Um I'm okay at driving. Again, uh, uh, we, I think we've we've had this have a lot of angry emails coming in. <laughs> Anyone who's sat in a car with you. We've had this conversation, Eddie. We've had this conversation. Yeah, when you did, he killed me in a car <laughs> while you were driving. Uh, yes, but nobody has died. Nobody has and, died. You uh, have a hundred percent record of survival rate. To, to be yes, fair, Eddie, absolutely. your car <laughs> catch fire with you, Ben, and Kirk in it. Yeah. Yes, there was a fire. And then we put out the car, and then we drove for the rest of the journey. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A fine. yeah. Nobody died. <laughs> nobody died. What do you want? So that, again, again, Eddie also has a hundred percent. Success rate. So Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You're you're both at yep. least average drivers. <laughs> Brilliant. Good. Yeah. That's yes. what, God. That's what it takes to be a bad driver is to actually kill someone. Right. <laughs> Sweet. Christ. All right. That's bleak, isn't it? Yeah. That okay. is bleak. Uh, right. Moving, moving on. on. Uh, Starship Troopers Terran Command coming out on PC June sixteenth. Um, Starship Troopers Terran Command is a thrilling real time strategy game set in the Starship Troopers movies universe. Take command of the mobile infantry and do your part in the war against the arachnid threat. Ensure that human civilization, not insect, dominates the galaxy now and always. Um, it's kind of an Age of Empires type. Has a campaign. Um, dozens of unique unit types, each with their own special abilities. Um, I, I, I'm I, not going to hate on this because I loved Starship Troopers, uh, the movie. And I love this kind of game. So I don't think I'll enjoy it because it seems pretty bland. But I like that they've made it. What do you mm-hmm. guys think? Um, Starship Troopers, the film, is fucking tremendous. Amazing movie. What a movie. So ahead of its time. Nuke and Fantastic. Yeah. Nuke and Rico. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anybody seen Worth a Buy's review of Starship Troopers? Oh, no. shit. I didn't know he's done it. He really liked it. Yeah, really liked it. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, he That's definitely surprising. reviewed the first half of the campaign. I think he was reviewing the next half sometime. Well, he might not have done the second half. But yeah, he really liked it. Again, it's another one that's very positive on Steam as well. Um, which was why I sort of had a look at this. Um, yeah, and I mean, Eddie, one of the things they mentioned there is it's really similar to the Warhammer RTS game. Do you remember like Shadow of the Horned Oh, you know what? I was gonna, no, I was going to say it reminds me of Dawn of War. 
Yeah, you know those very games. Much so. Yes. Yeah, very much so, yeah. But I didn't want to compare it to that because I know Dawn of War you had to like catch your, your spots and stuff. While this, it looks more defensive. Mm. But but yeah, absolutely. I got I got those vibes. Mm. Yeah. And they so were if, good if, games. If, so. They were. Yeah. If I were into real-time strategy games, then I'd be all over this because mm. Starship Troopers is incredible IP. Absolutely love it. Um, and I, I actually think this game is getting some quite good reviews. So, yeah, yeah mm. if, you, if you're into it, check this one out. Right. I think it's going to be right up your street. There you go. All right, next one, big one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shredder's Revenge coming out came out on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. All on June 16th, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge reunites Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello and Raphael as they kick Shell in a beautifully realised beat-them-up. Ben, do you want to tell us about it or are you going to save it to uh, a bit later? Probably, probably save it, probably Ooh, save it, but it is on Game Pass, remember. So um, okay. that's another, another good point. It's on Game Pass from day one. Oh, yes, indeed. It's on Game Pass right now. You can download it right now, but you want to wait. Until Ben's review. Um, next one, Zora the Chronicles, the game. Coming out on PC, PlayStations, Xboxes, uh, Switches, fucking everything. Um, June 16th, Zora the Chronicles is an exciting and humorous... I should have done a Mexican accent for this. Humorous game featuring combat and exploration gameplay inspired Still by time. the best action games in class. <sighs> <laughs> Cartoon third person. Um, there's 18 levels. Um... And you can adapt your approach. Uh, there's like different ways to approach each level. Um, has timed uh, parries and has combo uh, combos and something. So it's not it's not a basic game, um, and it looks okay. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't know who would play it, but it does look okay. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same, Pete. Like I, I like when I first looked at it and looked at the gameplay and stuff. I was like, is this going to be terrible? Oh no. It- it's not terrible, but I don't know what the point of it is. Yeah, you've not done it badly. Just why did you do it? That's kind of <laughs> yes. where I stand with this. You've not done it badly at all. Just why did you do yeah. it? So, yeah, you know, if you're a massive Zorro fanboy... I also, I also think they've limited their audience by being so... Like the, like the cutscenes are so mm. childish. Um, yes. So, Very like, someone like me, I, I've seen the mechanics of the combat, and I think, oh, that looks quite cool. Um, but then I've looked at, like, the cutscenes and stuff where it's so childish, and I've gone, no, I can't I can't be seen playing this. My girlfriend might take the piss out of me again, like she did with Minecraft. Yes. She, and it was <laughs> Okay, yeah, that, that's really imprinted on you, hasn't it? Yes. Some, that was some I, emotional damage that I, stayed with him. I, I really want to go and play Minecraft, but I can't. <laughs> that's trauma. That is real trauma. <laughs> yeah. I just want to go back and play Minecraft. <laughs> Oh dear. All right, cool. Yeah, I didn't think I was that good either. Um, Summoner's Fate came out on PC June 20th. Well, it didn't come out because that's today or yesterday, if it's for the listeners. Summoner's Fate is a roguelite adventure that fuses traditional turn-based combat with tactical card combat. Set in the fantasy land known as the multiverse, you're tasked with guiding summoners through perilous quests in search of hidden secrets, powerful cards, and mutated rabbits. Um, this is actually a top-down game, which I haven't seen in a very, very long uh, time. The art style looks very lazy. Um, kind of like cartoony laziness. Something you'd see uh, you know, 20 years ago. Um, I like the deck-building elements. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and the 
other only positive thing I can say is there's a free demo on Steam. Mm. Um, Pete, have you seen this? Do you, are you interested in this? It's Not cool. even vaguely, no. <laughs> Damn, that was good to <laughs> no, you. Over the I, thought, I thought you'd think I was interested in this one. Um, <laughs> and in many ways, I possibly should have been, but mm. I look at it and go, nah, I'm good, thanks. Um, yeah. It's a shame because I like the card, the card element stuff to it, and you can, you basically you can like choose your your cards to put in your deck, and then you can mm. use those things against enemies, and and there's all sorts of things that will help you in different scenarios. I like that, but it's it's shame about everything else about the game. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a bit harsh. I don't know, just a few things about it. I mean, like for one thing, your fantasy land being called the multiverse is just kind of lazy. Um, let's be honest. <laughs> And I mean, it's cards, it's dice rolling, it's just play Dungeons and Dragons, like, or Magic the Gathering. <laughs> it's lazy too. writing, it's lazy art style, it's it's a lazy game. It's <laughs> kind of, it just doesn't inspire me to want to play it, you know what I mean? Mm. I look at this and go, meh. But yeah. it was a finalist in the, for the top ten at PAX, so, Ooh. yeah, clearly <laughs> some go. people think it's going to be good. Okay. Ben, any thoughts? Um, I've not got much for you because when doing the research for this, I have um, forgotten about this one entirely. So I'm sure Brilliant. it was very yeah. memorable. Professional Excellent. podcasting. Perfect. Brilliant. Yep. Love it. Good. Thank Absolutely. you, Ben. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. Good no work. Worries. No worries, buddy. Um, Cheers. <laughs> next one. Anvil Saga coming out on PC June 21st. Anvil Saga is a management sim with RPG elements where you take control of a blacksmith shop amidst the Hundred Years' War. Each decision you make impacts the story and gameplay. Um, we saw this a while ago, I reckon about a couple months ago at one of these city events that you always make me watch. Mm. Um, it's been on my wish list since then. It survived two culls. I about once a month I go through all my wish list and go, do you really like this game or are you just excited at the time? Yeah. Um, and it survived two culls since then. Um, it's not saying much because I still have, and I looked this up today, eighty six games on my wish list. So <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> that's a positive thing or not. But hey, this game to me looks fucking great. Um, it's got an interesting style. It's like a pixelated kind of Rimworld look to it. Uh, you can build up your smithy, like knock down rooms, build into the basement. Um, you can hire staff. Uh, there's like a whole choosing sides in the story element to it. Uh, and on top of all this, the game just looks really, really charming. Um, I think this is going to be brilliant. But what do you guys think? I thought this was a you game at the moment I saw it. Um, <laughs> and I, I still do. No, I can see why you like the look of it. It's Again, that pixelated style is either going to be really jarring or really good, depending on the writing for me. Um mm. If it's written well, it kind of works and the humour works with it. But if it's lazy, well, maybe not. But, you know, mm. it's um, definitely an interesting one. Mm. Definitely one to track sort of thing for me. I, I, I like the look of it. I was quite pleased to hear that you like the look of it, Eddie, because I... Um, this could have gone one of two ways. I don't know if you think that, Pete, when you looked at this. I didn't know whether Eddie was going to go one way or the other because he could mm. just call this a load of shit. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, but yeah, because the art style is... It's a chosen art style. Well, let's put it like that. It's not... Uh, it won't... It'll put a lot of people off, I think. But it's more about the sim aspects, isn't it? Massive, than kind yeah. of what it looks like. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, Survive 2 Coles. Okay. Well, that's... Uh, that's good. What's the, what's the price looking at, Eddie? Because it's obviously not low enough to get you... 
It's it, you know there's, there's no price on there yet. There, there, there won't be any price until tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. What were you expecting? Is it, um, this is kind of an indie game, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be generous and say twenty five pounds. Oh wow! I was thinking more like <sighs> seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Even maybe even fifteen. We'll see. We'll you see. know what? Yeah, it, it's got the era of a, a game. Do you know why I'm not thinking that low? It's because it was on that event. Mm. This is the kind yeah, of game true. that if it wasn't, if this was, if I didn't see this at that big event that we watched ages ago, I would think, oh, it's just a little indie developer. They'll give it away fifteen quid, and it'll be a fucking lovely buy, and I'll love it. Yeah, I'll probably get it on a on a nine quid sale, you know, or whatever, and I'll fucking play the shit out of it. I'll love it, and I'll never talk about it again. But because it was on that event, I I think that gives it more more thwack, more more license to put the price up a bit. <laughs> it probably does, yeah, because they're going to get extra sales just from that. Mm. So, mm. yeah, it pro- but, probably does. Uh, a bit of demand for it. Nintendo Indie, we had that one person game as well. So you know, oh uh, yeah, you do get, <laughs> you yeah. Do get the random <laughs> ones that just creep in. Um, that, well, that was obviously somebody's son. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah could well be. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, next one, something I'm not looking forward to. The Elder Scrolls Online High Isle coming out on PC, PlayStation's, uh, not PC. Don't know why I said that. PlayStation and Xboxes, June 21st. Um, explore the. You know what? I'm not going to do that. It, it's a DLC for the Elder Scrolls Online. Um, it's the one that was shown at Summer Games Fest. Yes, yes that's right. Um, or you... Xbox One of the two. Yeah. Okay, Ben, do you want to take over this section? That's it. That's all That's it, it is. That's all you got. Brilliant. Um, for our listeners, if you are interested in this, what really made me think I, I would probably get this one is it says it's a medieval Mediterranean vibe. I mm. like that. And I've seen the uh, the screenshots and whatnot. It does look quite a beautiful area. But, yeah, I've tried to get into Elder Scrolls Online a few times and every time i failed, so... I'd, I'd fucking like love to, to be involved. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd fucking... I would love... But the thing that one of the things that puts me off is that I wouldn't really know where to start because I don't know what one you have to have. I know it's on Game Pass, or whatever. But what's the what's the entry level? Do you is it just the base game or what? What? Because there's so many DLCs to it, right? There are, yeah, and I so mean, many. This one, by the way, is where, thirty-three quid just for the Moses. Yeah. Fucking wow. hell! It's, wow. it's big. Wow. Gives you an idea of the scale, but. My God, it's so big now. And if you're not, if you weren't in... I wouldn't know where to start, yeah. Yeah. If you weren't in at the time, an MMO is hard to get into late. Yes, yeah. Mm. Bust of shit. Um, Next one, Fall Guys. (laughs) Nonsense. (laughs) Fall Guys. I know, yeah, because Elder Scrolls Online is very popular, isn't it? (laughs) Really popular, yeah. Controversial. I've tried, honestly, I think I've jumped into it probably realistically about three, maybe four times. Um, and every time I just get past the tutorial, I start doing something and go, this is a whole thing. And I don't mm. want to get... I, I also yeah, don't, don't want to encourage... Yeah, I also don't want to encourage the developers. You know, mm. I, honestly, if you heard my rants of when I heard Elder Scrolls Online was going to be a thing, you you would have thought I was a psycho. But I, yeah. I do and I did, if I remember rightly. Yes, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you, were, you were one of the lucky people that I ranted to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's the, that's the worst thing to happen to that series uh, since its creation. Mm. Um, but anyway, moving on. Fall Guys is coming to Xboxes, PlayStation, Switch. Um, what was it before? Yeah. It was on PlayStation before. Oh, it was on PlayStation. This is coming out on PlayStation and probably, 5. Right. Probably PC. 
Um, but yeah, this is the PS5 upgrade. But it's free. It's free to play. That's the big thing on this. Um, Ooh, yeah, that. it's amazing. I, I've downloaded it for Switch, and I'll be looking to play that one tomorrow. I've always wanted it on Switch because I just think it seems to me to be the perfect Switch game. But Switch free game, to play. Fucking brilliant. I uh, really look forward to it. Hopefully it gets a, a bit of a, a buzz around it again. Um, because obviously when it came out, it was huge with all the streamers oh, and everything. Yeah. Um, because it initially came out free to play for one month on PS Plus. Um, and now, yeah, it's uh, coming free to play everywhere. Looks pretty good. Yeah. How do you have got it on Xbox, do you think? Do it just be in Microsoft Store and then you just buy it for free? I think so, you know I mean? yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think so. I might actually get that because that could be a nice. I like my, you know, like a lunchtime, my casual games that I jump mm. in, play my golf and whatnot. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah, cool. a couple of couple of rounds of four guys. All right, nice. Um, I've realised how long I've been taking on this section already, so let's burn through a few, shall we? <laughs> well, we're still on last week's. We're still on last week's. <laughs> Planet Zoo Conservation Pack. It's a DLC. Who gives a fuck? Um, coming out on June twenty first to PC. One hundred and fifty. Plus uh, scenery pieces. There's a new scenario and there's some new animals. There you go. Who, who, who wants that? Nice. Um, Shadow Run Trilogy coming out PC. I keep on doing that. Uh, do you know why? It's because there's a P at the beginning. Um, <laughs> PS5, PlayStation's, Xboxes, and Switch. June 21st. The Shadow Run Trilogy compromises three cult tactical RPG games taking place in a dystopian cyberpunk feature in which magic has reawakened, bringing back to life creatures of high fantasy. Initially created as a tabletop RPG over 30 years ago, this is a one-of-a-kind setting that has gained a huge cult following during the past three decades. Um, it looks like Wasteland 2 in a cyberpunk setting, which both things I'm very into. Um, it's the exact same as Wasteland, where um, it becomes turn-based once an enemy sees you, um, but before that, you just run up, you know, use your character, click around and, and move them out like that. Um, what's quite cool as well is each class has their own special moves. Um, and I really like the art style. I mean, it's obviously cyberpunk settings, so it looks cool. Um, but just the way they've done it, I think it looks really good. I think it would be really good for those um, strategy gamers who like your Baldur's Gates and your Wastelands. Yes, massively um, so, yeah. Yeah, Pete, Absolutely, you like yeah. those games. So what do you think of this one? Uh, I think at the moment it's too expensive, but I'm I'm I'd be tempted to dabble in this. Like Shadowrun is one of the the classic tabletops, as it were, alongside yeah. things like Cyberpunk. Um, and How much D&D. would you pay for this trilogy, Peter? Well, not forty pounds, which is where it sits at the moment on a twenty percent discount. Yeah, but it is a you know this is a re-release, isn't it? So exactly, yeah. Um, well, Peter, I'll have you know that on one of our favourite websites, GOG, it is ten pounds at the moment, seventy five percent sale. Wow, that's wow. special, actually. There you go, listeners. Yeah. And There's a little inside that. scoop from the e-dog. <laughs> the who now? Well, that's weird, isn't it? I apologise for that. Um, but I do not apologise for giving you that sale, because that is a... I mean, we're not sponsored by GOG. <laughs> In fact, we'll probably get sued for even mentioning them. But it looks like a good trilogy. Um, I've looked at the other two. Uh, um, the one... Because the thing is, they don't call them one, two, and three, I don't think. Mm, I think they no. call them, like... Um, I don't know, Enter Japan or something. I don't it's know. well, it's one of them is Hong Kong. Um, oh, Hong Kong, right. Dragonfall. Oof, I've offended some people there. Wow. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> right, 
Let's move on. <laughs> move it on, E-Dog. Come on. <laughs> Wreckfest coming out on Switch June 21st. Wreckfest is a demolition derby themed racing game with a soft body damage modelling, sophisticated driving dynamics and in-depth vehicle upgrading featuring both demolition derbies and more traditional track races. It's all about fun, breakneck racing and over-the-top crashes. I didn't know breakneck racing was a thing. That, um, that, took, so, that one you had a little pause over, didn't you? That was a, well, a significant break. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that, <laughs> yeah. it, breakneck speed, yeah. yeah. Right, I see. So huge. So, all right, fine. Um, I, being a Ben Scar, I'm surprised I don't know that. Um, yeah, exactly. exactly. You should know more. <laughs> car, well, it's a car racing game. <laughs> where damage matters, um, which I love because I hate these fucking games. Ben, what's one of the big ones that you Gran said? Turismo. Is it Gran Turismo where you can just crash and, and nothing happens to your car? Yeah, nothing really happens. God, that pisses me off. Um, with this one, you can upgrade your car, um, but it does affect handling, which is quite cool. So, um, like, if you have heavy armor, then you won't be able to turn as quickly or, or move as fast. So you kind of make your decisions. Do I want to be a really nippy, quick uh, car or or vice versa. Uh, the visuals look surprisingly good. Um, I'm starting to think all racing games just look good now. I, I don't. I don't know if it's maybe an easy thing because maybe they don't need to spend a long time on the mechanics. But I don't know. Um, this gives me obviously uh, Carmageddon vibes, which I used to play the shit out of when I was a kid. Um, so I love these kind of games. I think this looks great. Ben, I'm coming to you because you're the only one with the switch here. Um, oh. You when good? you said the visuals look surprisingly good, is that the Switch version you saw? Because I obviously know Wreckfest and looked at that, but not the Switch version. I haven't actually seen any footage of that. I can only imagine it looks like liquid garbage. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen Switch, but I, yeah, I'm going by the because um, just easier to find out mechanics and stuff. The PC version. Oh yeah, it looks lovely on PC. Mm. Gorgeous. <laughs> so even you're a bit now, yeah. but. Oh yeah, but, well, a lot of these racing games that come onto the Switch, because there are actually quite a few now, um, they all take hot, hot downgrades. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, real, real spicy downgrades, <laughs> and oftentimes I think frame rate can be an issue, but I'd be really interested to see how this one holds up. I've got no opinion on it, because we haven't, um, haven't managed to see any footage of it, but uh, yeah, could be. Mm. the game itself I think is good, okay. from right. what I've heard. Cool. All right, now moving on to games coming out next week. Uh, next <laughs> first one. Yeah, yes, okay, oh, through. Strap um, in. Fire Girl Hack and Splash Rescue DX coming out on PlayStations, Xboxes, and Switch June 22nd. Take on the role of a young rescue officer starting her career armed with a trusty axe and a high-pressure fire hose that also acts like a jetpack. Just like in real life. Uh, Fire Girl responds to emergency calls across the city. Can Fire Girl save all the trapped civilians caught in each blaze? Uh, this is like a 2.5D uh, with surprisingly good visuals. Apart from the main character. The main character is really shit. But everything like around her looks really cool. Um, you can upgrade your equipment and hire new staff. Uh, so I'm all in. Uh, 100% in. Gonna buy this it. Is this is really interesting because this game came out on PC and when I was doing the new releases, so like fucking year ago. December 21 came out on PC. Yeah, you, and you got... 
December 21. I'm sure I did the new releases that week when it was when we talked about it. I said it looked great and everyone else said it looked shit. I, I still um, think it looks shit, if that helps. Yeah, I, I, mean, I am joking. It, it's only the fact that you can hire staff and you can and yes, do certain like mechanics. But no, I, 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 w- I think it looks cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play this. Uh, don't you think, like, when she's running around, the, the, the visuals behind her look fucking great in some no, Awesome, some yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looked really good. Especially compared to her. Yeah, yeah I, I see what you're saying, Eddie. It's a, I see what you're saying. It's a great game. Yeah. It's a Switch game for sure. Yeah, I can imagine it actually being quite fun on Switch. I think it will be. Yeah, mm. absolutely. There you go. Good. Mm. Next one. Deliver us the moon. Coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, uh, June twenty third. Graphical upgrade only. Benner said. Um, yeah, because I knew you were going to do the whole spiel, and you just said coming out on Xbox isn't. It's coming. It's just the PS five and the series. Updates. Yeah, I did notice that, uh, okay. but I didn't believe that. And then when I got to the end of the sentence, I saw that. So um, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it came out <laughs> September two thousand eighteen on PC. Um, it's a story based game with puzzles. Um, it's very positive on Steam. Won many awards. Um, and in fact, a sequel is coming out on the twenty seventh of September, twenty twenty two. So this year. Yeah, um, and that's is, called yeah. Deliver Us Mars. I bet Fantastic. that'll be on Mars. I, th- I think so. Yeah, I, I don't know who's going to take that bet with you. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. That's what you got for me. Um, next one, Naraka Blade Point, uh, coming out on Xboxes June twenty third. Um, this is a it's a sixty player PvP. Where have we seen this? At we the, saw it at the yeah, presentation, week, um, Xbox presentation, Xbox wasn't it? Presentation last week, yeah. Right, yeah. that's where we saw it. It's got like 20 million players worldwide yes, or something, isn't yeah. it? Absolutely yeah, absolutely Yes, yeah. which we were really surprised by because we... Well, I never heard of the game. Of <laughs> <laughs> never heard of the game, yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. Uh, for our listeners, it's a yeah 60-player PvP, kind of everyone kind of hacking the shit out of each other. Uh, it, looks, it looks a bit too chaotic for me. Um, it looks like a more chaotic Dynasty Warriors... Um, do you guys do you think you're going to play? Is this coming Game Pass for a no. start? I should ask. Uh, yes, I think it's Game Pass. Lovely. Um, and I 100% won't be playing it. Mm. Um, <laughs> looks too samurai for my liking. Um, also, it it is a battle royale. I'm right in thinking that, yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a battle royale type game. Yeah, not for me. Not for me. But got shit ton of players. So they hardly uh, need you. Yeah. They 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 don't give a shit about me. So <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. They don't need me. It looks like if you were looking for this type of game, it looks like a very good exponent of that type of game. If you're looking for this type of game, what what a samurai type battle royale, a, a melee battle royale, basically. I I'm gonna go against you here. I I I don't think it is a battle royale. It, no, okay. it, it did. Oh, uh, it could just be because I like in gameplay mm. footage. I've seen people like ganging up. Oh, I guess you could do that in... I don't know. Part of me thinks this isn't that. I, I reckon it might just be like a big battle against a big... Like, um, what, what's that medieval one? Um, for Honor. my life. For Honor? Oh, yeah, for Honor. Yeah. That's, that's what okay. this reminds me of as well. Yeah. In many ways. Um, but there are like... I, I, I see uh, in some gameplay footage, I've seen like NPCs and stuff. Mm. So, I don't know. I think this reminds me a bit of like Vampire Masquerade Blood Hunt, the one that recently came out, but oh, that yeah. is a battle royale. Because of the pace of the game and stuff like that, but yeah, it's frenetic. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, I'd be playing that. 
Alright, cool. Um, next one, Sonic Origins coming out on PC, uh, PlayStation's Xbox's Switch, June 23rd. Relive the classic adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and Sonic CD in this new remaster. Uh, do we the review? Really care about this? <laughs> I don't care. There's been a bit of an uproar because of the price of it, considering it's just a remaster and they're oh, not doing no. anything to the games or something. Because um, I, I don't think it's, they're doing it's anything. Like forty dollars on Steam, I think. Really to it, but yeah. you know, if you, if you're into these games and you want to own it on a new console or something, then fill your boots. You know. But what I don't they're, understand: these have all been games. ported to mobile. Like you can play them on your phone, and they're fantastic on your phone. Just do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if you if you want it on console, let, yeah, Switch would yeah. be perfect place for it, wouldn't it? So, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I think a lot of people are excited by this. Yeah, I mean, I loved I loved the Sonic games when I was a kid, um, but I've got them all on my phone, so I play them there. <laughs> okay. okay, lovely. Um, moving on to AI, the Somnian Files, Nirvana Initiative. Um, I've got in brackets US here, Ben. Is that coming out on June twenty fourth in the US? I oh, I didn't know I was going to be throwing this one. I have no idea. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, that one says US, but to be right, fair, when I okay. go on Steam, it does say release date twenty fourth. Yeah, right. And okay. I am so definitely probably coming out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, coming out June twenty fourth, PC, PlayStation, Xboxes, Switch. Um, players, detective Kaname date is probably Date, isn't it? It's Date. On, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I fucking knew it would be. Even though it's fucking, you know, whatever. On the case of an elusive serial killer in the thrilling sci-fi murder mystery, uh, the about the game, the about this game section on Steam has a full paragraph describing what this game is. Uh, which doesn't bode well. Um, looks like a story-based decision game. Um, it's very much aimed at the Eastern market. Um, ben, are you going to defend this one? Uh, it's got 86% on Metacritic. Mm. Um, well, is that it, you know, user scores? <laughs> it's not user score. Not user <laughs> score. No, I think um, I think this game is supposed to be quite good. I don't know much about it, but um, you're right, Eddie, is that... Um, uh, like eastern market appeal but a lot of people like that in, in the west as well but it's that um very particular type um almost comic book style yeah, detective graphic japanese graphic yeah. novel yes that's the one yeah it, it's that type of feel to it and there are a number of those um out and if you're if you're into those then it could be right up your street and it's on switch and that's where a lot of them live so mm. what i like is uh, i actually yeah. gave eddie the wrong blurb for this one as well because that's the blurb for the uh, original ai somnium files <laughs> this oh, one really? is special agents mizuki and ryuki um yeah instead of uh, Date. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> um, all I know is uh, that this, like, when I was doing my research for this game, it, like, not only was I pissed off, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of Ben's, like, Persona 5 fucking defending. Yes, it's quite yes. Persona 5 y yeah. in, uh, in its delivery of, um, like, the uh, narrative and everything. Yeah. And the conversation. Yeah. Um, and then I was I was just watching, and then, of course, they're, like, like all these games seem to have. There was a schoolgirl, and she's got stockings on, and I'm like, why, why have they done that again? Why do all these games do this? Maybe they just wear stockings in Japan. I think they might actually do so. But who cares? That's not something to speculate on. <laughs> I do not think so, but let's move on. Jesus yeah. Christ. Right, next one. Capcom Fighting Collection coming out on PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series 
What? Series O? I've never noticed that before. Oh, it's Xbox it's One. Yeah. Oh, right, Xbox, Xbox One. one maybe. Switch. <laughs> Uh, June 24th, uh, 10 of Capcom's most popular arcade games in one bumper collection. A wide variety of titles are included from um, series such as The Street Fighter and Darkstalkers, Cyberbots, and the first home console port of Red Earth. And of course, all titles uh, support online play. Uh, lots of fighty fighty games I've put. Thank you, you thank you. I, I I'm glad that you've now initiated fighty fighty because I was wondering <laughs> what do we call these? And yeah, they are just fighty fighty games. Fighty, I have no opinion yeah, on them. Not not for me. No opinion on fighty fighty. Oh, there you go, fighty much, fighty. Much like Ninja Turtles, but in a different way. <laughs> no shit Don't go into that. <laughs> um, next one Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes coming out on Switch June 24th uncover the fates of three great powers in Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes for Nintendo Switch that's weird that that blurb literally you know whatever a different story set in the universe of Fire Emblem Three Houses if I say that fucking title one more time command vast forces in a real time battles and blend the strategy of Fire Emblem with action packed Warriors style gameplay to unravel the diverging paths of Fodlands, new new future. Fodlands? Fodland. Fodland. I'm going to call him Fodland. Um, mm. This looks very Dynasty Warriors to me. Um, good mechanics like orders, training. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to hate this game because this looks like a typical. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Um, but the mechanics, honestly, the more I've looked into this, the more the mechanics actually look really, really cool. Um, ben, what do you think? Because um, this kind of looks like a game that you might have played at some point. Yeah, it's your, it's just, it's your typical now um, modern Warriors games that are coming out on Switch that Nintendo are doing the um, crossovers with. So where you had uh, the Zelda Breath of the Wild prequel that came out. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors has obviously had a previous game as well. Um, but this is coming straight off the back of um, Three Houses, which was the, the latest mainline Fire Emblem game, which did very, very well. Um, the, you know, this this is a Warriors game, so if you're not into those, then then you're probably not going to be into this. But I think they do really well at, at um, actually making an entertaining storyline and putting that together in that kind of Dynasty Warriors setting mm. um, and, and in the, and the Fire Emblem world. And... If you're all into Fire Emblem, which is it's a huge IP for Nintendo, like this is going to do really, really well, and you're going to enjoy it. Um, so it's a, it is a big summer release for Nintendo. Yeah, mm. I would probably play this. I yeah, love Dynasty Warriors, and I think I would uh, forgive the childish animations just for the mechanics. I think. I think uh, what you'd find, Eddie, is if you're playing this in hand, I, I reckon it would look stunning. I think it would look really, really good, and the art style would lend itself. And it is a typical Nintendo art style, um, yeah. but the the art style is um, completely following on from Three Houses, which was wonderful. Like that art style was so good. That game looked really, really good. Um, so it's, it is going to be good to see this I haven't played the demo, there is a demo on the Switch right now um, but it would be nice to see this in action and actually see what it what it looks like, what it plays like but it's uh, yeah out just around the corner yeah, certainly um, ok, next one, uh, Phobia Saint Dinfna Hotel uh, wow. coming out on PC <laughs> Playstations, Xboxes, uh, June 28th explore a decadent hotel across different timelines and uncover the dark history of a fanatical cult and your role in their plans. Um, I put 
looks quite scary too because this was right after another scary game that Ben decided to get rid of. Uh, yes, we got rid of that. <laughs> yes. Um, but this game looks quite scary. It's my kind of scary. It looks like weird shit, like uh, like creatures making weird movements. You know, like the kind of ring and... What yes. was that other one that came out around the ring? That was even scary in my opinion. Like Gothica or something like that, wasn't it? Anyway, it could have been. We're talking about movies. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks scary to me. Uh, there's a demo on Steam as well, so you can always try that out. Uh, do you, either of you guys interested in this? Oh, you never know with these games whether no. they're going to be absolute shite. You just never know with a scary game, do you? Because there's so much more to it than just like a trailer or whatever. But it does look okay on the trailer. There is a demo on Steam. so And it is coming to all the consoles as well. So mm. that's also a fairly decent sign, I would say. Mm. Cool. Pete? No, not even vaguely interested. Lovely. Okay. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> MX versus on, ATV baby. Legends coming out on PC, PlayStation's, Xboxes, all on June twenty eighth. All terrain, all vehicles, all you. That's that doesn't sound as hardcore. I think is that they read it in their head. Is it all no. you? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's all you. It's yep. all you, baby. Um, MX versus ATV All Out is the complete off-road racing and lifestyle experience. Find your rider style at the private compound, free ride across massive environments, and compete in the best series events. Uh, there's a career mode. Uh, you can customize your rider and vehicles with the latest parts and gear, apparently. Um, once again, I'm going to say it, the visuals look great. Um, <laughs> like, apparently, every fucking racing game. Um, I, I like this because it's a game based on ATVs and little motorbikes, which I can imagine there is not many gamers into these kind of things. But they've still made it a proper game. Um so I'm happy. What do you guys think? I've got no opinion. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, again, it's one of those where for what it is, it looks re- like a really good example. Yeah, but absolutely. it's not something I'm going to play, so... Vroomy, mm. vroomy, even if it isn't... Yeah, vroomy, vroomy, but it's even a niche vroomy, vroomy. It is, Can yeah. I be harsh and say, I can't imagine many people that are into... You know, those kind of motorbikes and ATVs. I can't imagine there are many that are also gamers. because And, met- and also ones that will know this is coming out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, there's like a tree. Like, to be into that and a gamer and know it's coming out, whew, that is a, mm. a real niche person. <laughs> real niche. Unless they're literally going to these events and advertising it, maybe. I don't, I don't know. We're going to get a tweet now, aren't we? Yeah, we'll I'm into that. that. I'm into that. I've been looking forward to this Last for time we months. criticised a type, we had to fucking add Kirk to the bloody podcast, <laughs> didn't we? And we're doing yeah, the same type because Kirk's not here. <laughs> I bet there's a whole Reddit group on this, on these <laughs> oh, type of gamers. For, so. sure, for sure. I mean, Can we not fair, loop Kirk into this bracket, can't we? It's, it's been out for years and it's been very popular on yeah. PC. So, hmm. there you go. Fine. So there you go. Good. We're all wrong. Um, that's <laughs> it for them new releases. Uh, my picks of the week, uh, obviously last week, has got to be Anvil Saga. Um, it's difficult because I do love the Guild series, but Anvil Saga, I'm really looking forward to that. This week, surprisingly, is actually Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. I said I wouldn't say the title again, but there we are. Um, <laughs> I just really like the wow. mechanics of it. So uh, wow. two good games there. And overall, I am happy about these past two weeks. There's no, been no absolute huge bangers, but there's been some good games in there. 
it's nice that we're actually seeing a big release come out with Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, that's you know one of the flagship ones for the summer for Nintendo. It's quite good. And then they've got Xenoblade Chronicles next month. So, yeah, at least Nintendo are releasing some games. Yeah. Indeed, it has been a bit of a lull for a while, so it's good to see. Yeah. It has been a bit of a lull. Since, yeah. since February. We should have expected that, really. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they all came out once, and then we, we've had very little since, I'd say, very little big ones. Mm. Um, but uh, I was actually listening back to one, um, one of our episodes um, a couple of weeks ago. And it was it was one that we did about I think six months ago, no it couldn't have been six months ago. I think it was only about three months ago then, where we were talking about how fucking good this year's been. Mm, I think it was yes. like how's the year been so oh, far? And it's in insane, it, yeah. In it, I was going like, there's been so many good games, and there's been a few belters, and I and I end it with going like, and with Starfield coming out soon, it's going to be the best <laughs> year ever. And now <laughs> when I listen to it, I yeah. A tear went down my eye. That didn't, didn't age well. Didn't yeah, age it was, well. It was a very good Q1 with a bit of a lull to follow so far. Yeah. It didn't really age well into like April, May. Like, hmm, what mm. is coming out? Mm. It's not Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Stray's coming out. That's Stray true. is coming out. We let's not let lest we forget. Stray oh, is coming out. We soon. will not forget. <laughs> never, never, never let us. <laughs> um, but we have actually had a big game that came out. I'm moving us. I'm saying no, Yes, please so do. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very um, good. So what we've been playing, uh, I have been playing Mario Strikers Battle League. So again, following on, Nintendo are releasing some of their heavy hitters. Um, so the gameplay of this, uh, it's five-side football in a Mario setting. But I would say it plays really, really well. Like the, um, the actual gameplay on the pitch action is... Really fun, I'd say. Uh, at the start, it seems quite difficult. A lot going on. Different item, like items flying everywhere. Like different shot types. Um, the the way that it kind of uh, that you learn very very quickly at the start. Like you're getting beaten by the computer quite a bit, and then you learn very very quickly as you kind of progress through the different cups and things like that. And the graphics also very very good. It's they're they're by um, the Luigi's Mansion uh, Mansion Three developer mm. uh whose name escapes me currently uh next level games i think um and it, lo- it looks wonderful and the little cutscenes when you score goals pretty good um so all in all on the on the actual action side the on the pitch phew, really i was quite really fun really impressed with that um and that unfortunately is where the positives end <laughs> um I thought you were going to be Big, all about this one. I was really, really looking forward to this game. Like, I, I, I've been buzzing about it for weeks. Um, like, Mario Strikers is coming. This is going to be really good. Um, really, really looking forward to it. Um, this is probably the worst, the worst single-player and, and probably multiplayer experience. It's, the, it's one of the worst games that Nintendo have released. I, I think it's one of the biggest piss-takes they've ever released. Uh <laughs> It it's it's fucking shameful, and it's borderline disgusting what they've done. Like it's there's there, there's fuck all to this game. Like right. it's absolutely. If, so there's a single player to it where you can play it in cups. Um, these these cups are against these random teams, um, and you play three matches. And if you win those three matches, you win the cup essentially. And that okay. and then once you've done it all on normal difficulty, of which there are six cups. 
then you can do it on a harder difficulty. Mm. Um, you earn coins through doing these cups, and uh, then you can kind of buy different items that um, don't improve your player's stats, but you can modify them. You can like, put plus two on shooting, minus two on technique, and that type of stuff. Like You can modify the playing styles of your of the people in your team, which all sounds very good. And then yeah. actually when you're doing it, you're like, okay, well, that's something, but um, it, it's, it's a bit of nothing. Um, and that is the, that's the whole single-player game. That it that is it. Um, <laughs> then if you go online, there's uh, there's just there's matches you can play online against random people, um, and there is something called Mario, is it Mario Strikers Club or something like that. It's a, it's basically like a um, uh, an online ranked gameplay. Yeah. Um, the ranked gameplay. Bearing in mind that this game came out uh, two Fridays ago. It is only the ranked uh, gameplay is only active as of today. <laughs> today, so they have gone through the first like ten days or so, and this clubs thing you can play, but you couldn't play in ranked games. And so it's taken ten days or so before them to actually why why there's a time on they're doing like a week on week off, so you do like one week on where you can play in this ranked thing to get to win points and then. In, in your club mode and then you could do one and it's one week off where you just earn coins and you don't earn points for your team or something and you, and you can't can't edit your rank up and down by within that period mm. and it just seems like what the fuck are you doing we've already had this with splatoon where there was the best game mode on splatoon 2 um which was limited which was time limited where you could only play at certain times in the day they just create this like it's a fucking video game like it's not like someone's manning the till. It's it it's a video game, and they're just they're limiting at times you could do stuff. It's like what what the fuck are you doing? Um, in this game, there are ten characters, and there are like four or five different like stadiums. The stadiums basically have no impact on anything. Like you choose your half of the stadium, and the opposition chooses their half of the stadium. Like what kind of the style is? Whether it's like Donkey Kong style or something like that. And what it kind of stadiums are so it's a half and half stadium. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, but it's like, oh, you can have like the Donkey Kong styled one, but it, you don't notice. Like, it's just there's literally nothing to it. Like, it's it doesn't doesn't do anything. There's nothing tangible to it. Um, <laughs> and what and what I've described in the the game mode set that that's it in its fucking entirety. That's the whole fucking game, and it's a five aside football game. And get this, if you you can't play. With, now, obviously, the keeper is the keepers are controlled by the by the computer. You can't play with four of your friends online against four other people or against mm. whatever. You can't do that. It, it limits you to two people. So you have this thing called Mario Clubs, which I said, or whatever it's called, Striker Club. I don't even know what it's called because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like it, the, the, it's not even. It doesn't even work right now. Like it's you can have up to twenty people in your club, and the idea would be that you you know you get your friends and everything, you're all in the same club and if you're online together, you can play as as a team and you can go out there and try and win some points or whatever. You can only do that with one other person in your club. You can only do it as, as a pair. Oh. Like, how, how fucking ridiculous is that in a five-a-side fucking football game? <laughs> it's not fucking hard. And it's not as if the technology isn't there because you can do it on couch co-op. You can actually play against people. If, you're, if you've got eight people in... 
a room and I think you have to have like fucking multiple switches and 20,000 Joy-Cons and all this kind of bullshit. Yeah, if you had that, you can literally do it. You can play four and four, <laughs> but you can't do it online. Yeah. This, it just fucking boggles the mind. And then on this clubs mode, which I haven't managed to play yet because it's not fucking open and it took 10 days for... Why? That's the worst decision fucking ever. <laughs> but in this club mode, it's like you have to earn points. You, you get like... Um, Points for a win-loss draw, blah, blah, blah. And then depending on how many points you've got is where you go up and down in your ranking. They've made it so, it seems, like such a weird fucking system that is basically just the more you play, the better your rank will be because you earn more points in that week. Right. Why? Why, for the love of God, why haven't Nintendo just gone, you know what, there's a pretty big football game out at the moment that has got the season stuff, the ranking system, pretty much fucking nailed mm. like fifa ultimate team is pretty good at that whole ranking system you know try and earn mm. points to gain up and rank why it doesn't seem like they're doing it and you know if they have done this and i log on later and this is exactly what they're doing then fair play but it doesn't seem like they've they followed that kind of suit at all like it, it's so easy just just follow kind of like how they do it it just seems <sighs> This is a full price game. Yeah. How much is it? This is a. F- I think it's. I think full price fifty. I think I got it for forty. Okay. Forty pounds. I pay forty pounds for something that within one hour. You've seen the whole of the game. Yeah. That's... One hour. You've you've seen the whole of the game. Like. One. I mean. Uh, and and I couldn't even play ranked online. Yeah. It's just. Can I just say, I'm glad because you mentioned on the stream that you're going to talk about this on your stream last Thursday that you're going to talk about this. You could tell then that you were waiting to vent. I'm glad you let it build a little bit longer. I'm glad you let it build up into full fury. What what pisses me off, Pete, what pisses me off is because they do it every fucking time. Like, they did it with the fucking tennis, which at least had a single player. They did it with the fucking golf. Well, at least that had a single player. This doesn't even have a fucking single player campaign or anything. This has nothing. But what they've done is gone, okay, we got away with it those times. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? The other week when they released that fucking Switch Sports, and it's like, okay, right. When I was saying, like, oh, there's so much they could do with this game. There's so much they could do. They don't. They make mm. a, a, a game that plays really well. Like Switch Sports, I think, is pretty good. Mm. the actual gameplay is very good you can get very good at those games like the skill level and stuff you can get very skilled to think at this game but it's just what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like this is and it's 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 disgusting like they just don't uh, it's like they've gone okay well um you know what everyone bangs on about needing online play so we're gonna give them an online mode okay well that's fine but don't make it 10 days before it's fully active because you know what happens after 10 days? Nobody buys your game. Yeah. Nobody plays it anymore. There's new games to be playing. Sorry, demoted. Fuck off. Trade it in. <laughs> See ya. Like, it's just... What a fucking joke of a game. Absolute joke. For, for something, the, the biggest shame of this is that it's actually quite good. Yeah. It's actually fun. It's actually a good game. I, I played it... I played it continually. I played it every day. And I was like, but Ben, why are you doing this? What What is the point in you playing this game? Mm-hmm. Like, the, there was, there was, I was like, I'll wait for ranked mode. So I'm going to go back in, I'm going to play ranked because I just saw no benefit in doing anything. 
<laughs> just, I, think, just I think Nintendo's game. whole um, business plan is is exactly that. Just play games for the fun of it. And that's why, probably a big reason why I can't get into Nintendo. I fucking hate Nintendo. But I can understand. I can understand people. Say, I can understand you saying that, Eddie. You'd be, you would be. I know how you get when you spend money on something and then you go, "Oh, that was a poor decision." <laughs> yes, be, you'd like be, you, you wouldn't be able to sleep. Devastated. You wouldn't be able to sleep. You'd be like, like you right, I need to in this talk. Then that's, that's... How, how do I? <laughs> I I've 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 lost it with them. Like I can't buy any more of these games. Like that's it's done. It's just I can't buy any more of these fucking shitty little sports games. Right, because Eddie, they're they're down. good. Yeah, there's they're no just, point noting it down. Yeah. There is zero point. Ben lied. An hour, an hour and twenty five minutes in. Ben lied. It's probably because I know <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if there's any more shitty little sports things that they are releasing. I think they've done them all. No, I've every the time, Pro K one coming out. Every time it takes the piss. Oh, they and they said they said the other day they went. Oh, there's going to be DLC stuff. This is before it released. A couple of days before they went. Oh, there's going to be DLC releasing soon after the game. Oh, is there? Oh, is there? Well, how about you just wait and release a full fucking game? I don't think this game is ready at all. Why yeah. have you waited ten days to turn on the online? Ben, I don't how think this much game do you think that DLC is going to be as well? I'm, I think I hope it's free. <laughs> if it's not free, then fucking flipping tables. Um, but the but there's ten characters in this game as well, and like for a Mario based game, yeah. there's and I, when when I heard it was ten, I was like, well, it doesn't really matter. There's you know the ten characters, but there's nothing else in the game. Mm. There's nothing else, so you might as well. You might as well. You might as well just do that. And the thing, when you have the whole improvement about um, changing your stats of your player, like putting them up, putting them down slightly, whatever, that's kind of just turning one player into another. Yeah. Mm. Just pick the other player. <laughs> like, as ah, uh, it's a fucking joke. It's an absolute joke. Mm. And from Next Level Games as well, who made Luigi's Mansion Three, a fucking. Oh yeah! Excellent game. Yeah, excellent game. And to let yourself down like this, let well, yourself down. Yeah. Well, bloody hell. Yeah. So positivity to start with. That's good in a what we've been playing section. I like that. Um, shall I? Shall I follow? Yeah. yeah please do. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I mean, I was in a bit of gaming limbo before this last couple of weeks. So I mean, I've actually spent money, guys. I bought Peraspera, Kepler, and Overlord, the new DLC for Stellaris. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and I haven't, haven't played any of them. Uh, Fuck <laughs> as, as yet. Instead, I, I decided to play because I want to play it myself. But I need. I've, yeah. I need I've played to... like an hour. I'll I'll tell you more once I've played a bit more. Um, but yeah, I I have jumped into Mass Effect Two on the Legendary Edition, um, which obviously I had to do after finishing one. It was just like you kind of got to play the whole three, really. And mm. yeah, it's still an incredible game. The voice acting in this one stands out for me from the first one i think they just went to a different level with it i imagine they improved the writers um and the quality of life improvements in the legendary edition are great the biggest one of these for me is that they've mixed all the dlc weapons in through the game so on the original version you just got them at the beginning they were just delivered to your ship all the Mm. dlc stuff and my god did it mess up balance like, yeah, I bet. Really badly. Yeah, you'd have an outfit you'd barely take off for the entire game if you had something. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so that is a huge, huge improvement. And I'm really hoping that's the case in 3 as well, because otherwise there's one gun in 3 that if you give to your two teammates, you can just 
put a cup of tea on and watch like it does ru- <laughs> it does ruin games like that and you have yeah. to force yourself not to take it yeah um, that's it i've Although, had that before as well, well I mean, it's just awful mass effect 3 i did a playthrough where i just let garris kill everything because it was fun like if you leveled him up the right way and gave him a gun called the typhoon he will just kill everything in the game and you can just mm. stand by watching like yeah boy do it. I always, um, um, yeah. I always made the mistake in Fallout Four is uh, the the same mod that allows you to basically skip out that fucking first half an hour, you know, <laughs> going yeah. into the thing. So I yeah. used that, but but it also went like, do you want to add like a gun? Mm. And I always added a gun, and I always mm. regretted it because yeah. I'm like, I'm just using that same gun throughout the whole fucking playthrough now. Yeah, yeah, I know mm. exactly what you mean. Yeah, so that that is a big change, and there's a big plus. Um, mm. sort of mixing those three. You can still get them relatively early if you have one you really like. Like, if you go looking for it, you're more likely to find it quickly. But it's better than just, oh, look, I've got a shed load of overpowered equipment straight away. Um, but the only other thing really to notice that sort of bears remembering is, while this game is phenomenal, just as the whole series is phenomenal, the exploring and mining planets thing is, my God, it's just filler content. Like, and there's so much of it if you want to that's just filler in there. But... I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Yeah, but it's pure filler. Like, loved so it. much so. And yeah, I loved it before. This time around, I'm not doing it so much. <laughs> Does it still hold up well, this game then? Definitely, yes. Um, yeah. Really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. I mean, obviously, the key thing with these games is not the combat. The combat is fun. It's enjoyable. It's serviceable, it's, isn't it? It's yeah. the decisions you're making Mm. it's like the choices you make who you bring on your team what you do around the teams and which of the loyalty missions you go for and that still is a really good way of doing a game that dialogue wheel they're so proud of is (laughs) was really game changing when it came in so yeah it still holds up yeah cool Mm -hmm. i've yet to go back to it because after i did one started two and then other games came out but it is that one way i've always got in my locker and i suppose it probably is one of my only true backlog games yeah well this was it for me it was because i was like buying stuff that like i mean pear aspera i've looked at and i think it's interesting but i'm not sure i'm gonna love it what's it called pete pear astra Aspera. So it's another one of the like Surviving Mars style games. Oh. But then Keplerth is the one you're interested in. Oh, I know. Oh, don't we worry. Yeah. That's on my wish list. You worry, Sunshine Bear. Yeah. Oh, this, that... is, this looks good. Pear Aspera. Yeah. I, I mean, put Pear as in P E A R, and I thought that was a bit of a weird name. It, it's not that for others since it's, it's Pear. Pear. It, yeah, it's Latin. It's Pear. This looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I'll probably have played that within the next few weeks, so I'll talk about that another time. Um. <laughs> oh, Eddie's been Eddie's been chomping at the bit for you to play Club Keplerth. I, I know, yeah, and that's why Keplerth because he do, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to play it until you've played it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, that's because I'd already paid for it, so Eddie was like, "May as well get a review first. Like, yeah, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? And I only bought it because it was on sale. But yeah, that's for next week. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right, another week I've got to wait. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, I have been playing. Well, it was it was it was new. It was fresh new last week, but obviously we didn't talk about what games we were playing. Um, the Cycle Frontier. So I think I talked about it two weeks ago in the new releases. It came out on 8th of June uh, this year. Uh, it's from the developers Jaeger. And if you remember, listeners, it's basically what I called uh, Escape from Tarkov, but uh, in space. In space. Yeah, do you know this one, guys? I've heard of I, it. I, I downloaded it myself, and I spent... I think I, t- I, think I mentioned to Eddie that I... Uh, 
spent about 30 minutes trying to get a controller configured so that I could use it. <laughs> and I did I did get a controller configuration, but by the time that I'd gone through that fucking fiasco, I didn't want to play past the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course, that's taken half your playtime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Um, so this is, uh, for our listeners, it's a free-to-play uh, PvPVE extraction shooter. Um, so to explain in layman's terms, it's all about dropping down to the planet. Uh, it's a first-person shooter. Dropping down to the planet, getting resources, and getting out without dying. Um, and for that reason, because if you die, then you lose everything that you've got on you at the time. Um, so it's all about you know getting your stuff on planet and getting the hell out of there. If you die, then you're pretty fucked. Um, but what's good about these kind of games is um, it's kind of nerve-wracking because the longer you go on, the more stuff you get, um, the more value you have, and and then that really gets nerve-wracking. It even turns into a bit of a horror game with Escape from Tarkov. But uh, yeah, this one's a bit a bit different. Um, you can sell your loot. Uh, to get better gear, you can also kind of improve your base. You have like an apartment, uh, which is quite cool. Um, and you also use the like the stuff that you collect on on planet to complete missions. Um, the problem with these kind of games, with these uh, extraction shooters, they call them, is you kind of need a reason to be getting all this loot. Uh, at the moment, this game doesn't really have it. You can improve your base, but there's like literally two i think there's three bits you can improve and it even explains like the highest improvement of those bits you can improve in your base kind of mean nothing really um so without that kind of final goal i can see people getting pretty bored um because obviously there's no real reward for what you're doing um the combat's good though it feels very apex legends um kind of uh, the the weapons kind of feel and sound the same as that um the the visuals look surprisingly good for a for a for a, uh, a free to play game if I'm being honest. Um, and what's cool about it? So it's free to play, but they they get you with um, just cosmetic stuff, which is great because it's not like pay to win. Um, and what they've done, which I think is really clever, is it's first person on planet, so where it actually matters. But when you come off planet, you go to this big space station where your apartment is and everything else is, um, and that then then you turn to third person. So I think that would appease, you know, all your Fortnite players who pay stupid money for silly little outfits and stuff. So it, <laughs> not only is it first person, so it's competitive when you're playing against other people, but it's good because third person, then you can have your silly people with their silly outfits, which is great. Um, I think it'll be good for money making as well, of course. Um, it's copied kind of right off escape from tarkov i knew it was going to be because it's called an extraction shooter and it's pvpve just like escape from tarkov and we all know that escape from tarkov is very successful even though it's got its own platform it's not on steam or anything else mm. um but when i loaded into this game there was a few things that i thought come on this is completely ripped off they've got a lot of the same mechanics which is fine but then they've got an insurance system where you pay for certain items, and that's insured. And then if you die on planet with those things, you get the value back, which is exactly like Escape from Tarkov. Well, Escape from Tarkov it does one better. You actually get the weapons back. <laughs> and I thought, mm, okay, that's a bit of a rip-off. Then you've got safe pockets, 
which is exactly what you have with Escape from Tarkov. You, you can put certain things, only a small amount, in your safe pockets, um, and it's it's basically like a mini safe that you carry around with you, and those things will be returned to you afterwards. I thought, well, that's a bit of a rip-off. And then I came across a hidden stash, um, which in Escape from Tarkov is these little buckets that are buried into the ground, and I shit you not, the exact same design of the hidden stashes. <laughs> they didn't even try and, like, I don't know, make a different symbol or something they literally went fuck it let's yeah. copy and paste the tarkov sign and just hmm. I, I don't know how they've gotten away with that but hey you know I, I can't i can't complain um the game is a bit more tailored to younger people than escape from tarkov um it's you know the game the guns are are more like arcadey um there's like aliens everywhere which is you know all a bit no, well, let's, put, let's say not serious. Let's not call it a city. That's too too harsh. Um, and they've got the really, of course, the childish things um, like your Fortnites and stuff like uh, emotive wheels where you can do dances and fucking stupid things like that. Um, but to counter that, they've got a really good... Um, you can literally press a button and you can talk to that person that's near you. Um, which is quite cool. And it even gives you an, uh, like an option to invite anyone like near you. Um, which I thought was quite cool. And, and even better, at the end of each level, when you get off planet, if you survive, you can even see like the players that were near you, which I know that sounds not amazing, but it's really exciting knowing that like you had all that loot and you actually had like three people near you. Yeah, it that's kinda, quite cool. Yeah. yeah, it really... like Tarkov doesn't even have that, and it, it does shit you up. But what's great is you can interact with all those people. So if you know like someone did a really good... Maneuver against you. You can you can just click a button, message them, or you can send them a friend request, or you can ask them to a party so you can go in your next uh, game together. So, even though it's tailored for the tailored for that, it's it's still even if it's tailored to kids, it's still it's still really good for that aspect. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's kind of all I've got to say with it. Is there's three factions that you can do missions with, but again, there's no real reason to do them. Um, it's much worse than Tarkov if you're going to compare them, which you really should, because they're exact same game. Um, <laughs> Escape from Tarkov's better with like the healings, the guns, the base mechanics, all of that. But on the other hand, this is free to play, so I guess I guess this is a good game. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitive. Well, I've seen streamers play this, and uh, they they seem quite impressed of it. For a free-to-play game, I mean, if you've seen the gameplay, it, it's really quite impressive yeah. considering it's free-to-play. It looks great as well. If you told me five years ago this free-to-play, I, I wouldn't believe you. But I think yeah. I think all these game developers are now seeing how much fucking money they can make through microtransactions that they go, sod it, let's make it free-to-play. Let's say, you know, they can fucking buy a fireman's hat for five pounds. Boom. Mm. There's two million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the gaming market. Yeah, I think this game's doing all right as well. Uh, what's the um, what's the comments on Steam so far? Is it doing positively? Good question. Um, I've got it up here. Oh, I've got the. I can't see because you have to go to the store page. Don't you? Sorry. Ah, okay. <laughs> there you go. Right. All right, here we go. There's one of you typing so, yeah, it. Yeah, six, six out of ten. Is. It's mixed. Six out of ten. Yeah, it is mixed, yeah. Um, um, I think that's not surprising because a lot of people that play this kind of game are probably into Tarkov. Yeah, veterans of the type of game, yeah. Type. 
Um, and when you compare it to a game like Tarkov, which hardcore Tarkov fans so, so let, let's not do that then, Eddie. Eddie, let's compare it to Vigor then, because that's free to play. Well, this is more silly, like the way the aliens are around. Um, but do you think this is? Would you prefer to play this than than Vigor? No. Um, okay. But then again, Vigor. When I played it, and I did play it a lot, had no. Again, like the purpose for it was not really there either, was there? Do you remember you could like build up your hut? Yeah, and it wasn't um, very good. It was just that... like it was just like upgrade this yeah. thing and get yeah, more. Didn't really... I don't know, fucking potatoes or something, and it, it just really wasn't worth it. This is this is definitely definitely tailored uh, to the Apex Legend players. Do you know what I mean? The ones that like the big explosions and the and the running around and stuff like that. So I, I, yeah. I think there's certainly a market there because this is an extraction shooter focused on the more silly elements of first person shooters. So I, I, I think I think if it had more advertisement, I think this could actually do quite well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah certainly an interesting one, but it's only it's PC only, isn't it? And um, it is. and yeah. as I said, like to get a controller working on it is. Uh, Quite testing, so uh, so yeah. Unless you're a mouse and keyboard player, maybe not yeah. for you. Mm. Okay, shall I pick up with our final game of the week then? Lovely. Yes, indeed. Right. Well, um, as you may have been aware, uh, I streamed Turtles: Shredder's Revenge uh, last Thursday, mm. and um, yeah, it's it's a blast. So the nostalgia is there right from the start. So the opening sequence of the game. Uh, is like the entrance, uh, the en- intro to the TV series, but it's just a new modernization of it and everything. And um, with a, I think a slightly different song and all that kind of stuff. It's fucking brilliant, though. It's really, really good. The only downside of that is that there isn't like a button in the options to play that sequence again because mm. it's that damn good. It's really, really good. Um, but yeah, constant throwbacks to the TV series, and it's got the original voice actors in it. Like that yeah, is I read that. so yeah. fucking cool. That is such like they play such they pay such like homage to to those fucking old games and TV series. Absolutely brilliant. Um the gameplay incredibly simple but effective. Like literally a couple of buttons is how you control basically the ninety five percent of your moves. Um <laughs> but it, it's 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 wonderful, simple but effective. Um, multiplayer in it, it's drop in, drop out. Um, I haven't played that, but I've seen people playing it. Fuck it, you can have, I think it's up to six, uh, dropping in, dropping out to to play, which is brilliant. And it's got like a revival system as well, within ten seconds of getting knocked out, so you don't lose a life. Um, the whole game is about three and a half hours total. Um, but it's designed to be played multiple times, different ways, different difficulties, different characters, leveling up your characters. There's also an arcade mode, which is gets rid of all the cutscenes and stuff and just has like a simple number of lives system. And it's a little bit harder. So that's uh, that's good as well. Um, but it's just, there's something about this. It's just it's just like plain fun. Uh, you guys, Were you guys into the Turtles when you were younger? Hmm. No, no, not the, the TV. Yeah, the TV show. Yeah, I I fucking love the turtles. I love I loved, yeah, I loved the films. I loved the TV shows. I was, yeah, turtles were one of my biggest kind of franchises as a kid that I was into, mm. and I was definitely into. I've I've been wanting this game for a long time, haven't I? I've been yeah talked yeah, talked about it for a long time. Um, and it just simply has not disappointed uh, at all. I'm not a big beat 'em up like fan. Mm. Um. 
but you know people a lot of people are saying that this is one of the best ever made you know i think it just takes all of the good aspects of all the known good beat em ups and just delivers it in spades now if you're not if you don't have huge nostalgia for the turtles yeah it might not it might not hit the same but <laughs> my god it's it's like it just reminds you of the old games like so they've just done it so fucking well and it controls brilliantly um you're just smiling like on the stream it's just i was just constantly smiling like it was like yeah, this yeah. is just fun the music was banging as well it's just so <laughs> the soundtrack was excellent uh the art style was fantastic it just felt if it, it was better than i ever thought it was going to be um it's on game pass yeah um, i thought that so, was a really good move mm-hmm. what a what a move that what a mm. what a great move that was because now so many people have played this game and because it's quite short so many people have completed it and yeah. i think i'm probably going to double dip and buy it on switch as well because i think it'll be wonderful on the switch yeah and i'm willing to pay the 25 30 quid or whatever 30 quid to get it because it's just I just want to have it physically on the Switch. Um, yeah, oh, it's absolutely like it's outstanding. Yeah, yeah, it, but it's it's just an outstanding game. Really, really good. Uh, recommend anybody who's got any passing kind of um, interest in the Turtles or is kind of old like us and uh, <laughs> has played the original Turtles games because you're in for a fucking treat. Like, it just does not disappoint. Really, really good game. And it doesn't outstay its welcome either. Like, three and a half hours... Beat 'em ups like this, which are quite simple in their in their kind of makeup and their their uh, gameplay systems and stuff, you could definitely see them outstaying their welcome and not being fresh enough. But it continues with that freshness right up until the end, and uh, yeah, just then then it then it's done and you start again and mm. unlock a character and move on. It's um, <laughs> absolutely outstanding. Mm. Fantastic. Uh, I've got Thank to you. admit, I I. Watching you play it, I did think this is quite a polished game. And um, I looked yeah. out on Metacritic, the Switch version's 88. Um, yeah. And fuck me, the user scores across the board are huge. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've is... already under. The user scores don't mean it. But this is also one of those where you can just pick it up on an afternoon. Like, end yeah. up with a free mm. afternoon, you can complete this game. Um, yeah, and that's and so good. Like, you can. Pass. Yeah. You could put 10, 15 hours into this, or you play it once and go, yeah, that was fucking fun. Yeah, exactly. Which is, yeah. it's such a good addition to Game Pass. That's the key for me. Um, yeah, I'll probably yeah, end absolutely. up playing this because it's there. Yeah. yeah, it's one of these games that I, if I had to pay for this, I'd be pretty angry because I think all these kind of games are nonsense. But the <laughs> fact that it's free to play and the fact that everyone's saying it's good, and it's probably going to be in our talk of Game of the Year, at least mentioned in something. Yeah then yeah. I think I'll, I'll even play this kind of game. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, it especially comes into that conversation, doesn't it, for like mm-hmm. this podcast where time is, uh, time is you know, limited for playing all these games that we want to talk about. And often in our last couple of game of years, we've, that there's often been like maybe two of us to three of us that played a game max. Mm. Like, but this one, everyone can play it because it's only a couple of hours long. Yeah, I saw exactly. Game Pass. Like, it's it's the, one of the most accessible accessible games out there. And it just so happens to be very fucking good. Okay, so I guess we're on to the feature then, which is cool. yeah, lovely. Just get that. Did did anyone else think that uh, gaming section before the new releases was just insanely long? By the way, that was insanely long. There yeah, were I was thinking. Things there. I mean, sometimes we like we like a stacked new release mm. section, but that was. Well, you know why? Because that was two yeah. weeks of that was two good weeks, as in two big weeks. Yeah, not, combined. Yeah. Not a lot of games to prune out. 
Yeah. Mm. It's a lot yeah, of- that's the thing as well. No, normally there's like... I, I guess I could have got rid of that fucking sideways scroller shitty one, but, mm. <laughs> you know, all of them, someone would have liked one of those games. Yeah, yeah, would have yeah liked there was the some. Shit ones. Yeah, that's yeah well, yeah. that's unnecessary. But it, yeah. I mean, I think he did like most of the shit ones. Anyway, anyway, mm. it is time for the feature, and mm. I'm going to let you introduce this, Eddie, because it was your idea. It was, yeah. Mm. So, um, with E3 and all the other fucking things that went on that meant Ben drafted me in to watch all these shitty trailers. <laughs> I thought it's quite fitting to kind of talk about these trailers and, and game developers' approach to... Uh, well, I've named it, When Should We Hear About Upcoming Games? Um, mm-hmm. But I've got five questions for you guys. Um, we'll go through each one, because it's really interesting. I get really pissed off when I see certain trailers and sit, hear about when I hear about upcoming games and all this shit. So I kind of want to know if it's just me being classic thick blood Eddie and getting really pissed off with stuff as I always do, or if it's maybe I've got some method to my madness. <laughs> so the first question I've got for you is when should we hear about a game that is being in development? Okay, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to laugh because in my head you're now thick bloody dog. That's my new gamer tag. <laughs> thick bloody dog. Um, and, and I like how you said thick blood as though everyone <laughs> he, here should know that you take blood thinners. <laughs> well, yeah, no, right. For our listeners, I do take blood thinners, but I thought thick blood sounds like I'm angry as well. It uh, does. Yeah. It does, yeah. But also yeah. that you need blood thinners. Congealing with anger. <laughs> I'm so angry. I need blood I thought you were just making. I thought you were just making an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> bring our community into an inside joke about your health con- your health problems. <laughs> it wasn't well, that's, is, that's anyway, extreme. That's great, extreme. Great worky dog. Great work. Um, yeah, I know. I, I think it's a good question, and it's it's an interesting one because, like, I'm going to go to an obvious example here and say, do you remember the cyberpunk trailer in 2013? The little <laughs> yeah. one with the girl with the mantis arms. Yeah, that was amazing. It had a really good song. Was really like visual really drew you into the idea Mm. and then it was seven years till it was released yeah like i don't mind that but i do it irritates me when there's these big gulfs of silence as anyone who watched our uh xbox bethesda showcase will know i was really hoping for something es6 it's been three years since we saw a rolling landscape and well that was it basically just Mm. elder scrolls six so You could say they've started work, it's fair enough, but I'd rather only do it if you're in a place where you can update afterwards. Like, yeah, Pete, yeah. for me, it's um, the announcement should be made when work has begun. So they've got mm. their whole team, they know exactly what's happening, they'll have some sort of timeline, yeah. uh, even if it's like a fucking two-year one. But I think, I think not before that. Uh, I understand there's the whole, you know, getting investors involved and therefore getting more money and whatnot. Maybe even get the good developers on board. But mm. I think nothing should be said to the public before that. I, I, because well, there are so many chances of things going wrong, uh, being delayed and all this sort of stuff. It's mm. different circumstances. Uh, I, I get what you mean. But like, let's say in the Professor Showcase Xbox for first day, you had uh, Kojima was kind of yeah. shown off there and saying that, they hadn't even started that game. He's just like, oh, I'm, I've got a game. He basically, yeah, basically I've, I've said, I've got a game I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a game that I've, I've, I've been thinking about for a while. So, uh, But things like that is that you're not going to... That's not, that's like a six-year... Yeah. That's going to be like six years' time, isn't it? Yeah, like, that game. 
That's going to be end of the generation. It's the length they take to make now is the other problem in this, isn't it? And I like mm. your I like your idea, really, the idea that your announcement works begun. But I recognise that in order to get the investment they need to go hard, they're going to need to drum up some interest early. It's an excitement. So yeah. I don't mind if you do that the moment you go, yeah, we're making this, the moment it's confirmed. Mm. But you see things like 1313, uh, the Star yeah. Wars game, and you go, ah, that's that sucks. Like, mm. I hate that I knew about that when it, it never happened. It so, also <laughs> puts pressure on a team. Like, So you mentioned Cyberpunk, Pete, mm. uh, in 2013. Do you then remember the uh, like tech demo that was shown a few years ago um, where basically it turned out afterwards that it was all like made up? Yeah. And it wasn't part of a level or part of anything. It was just like, it was just very, this linear kind of thing that was designed to be shown yeah. at that. There's a pressure to show things after mm. that. Um, what, what I do like is um, is like what uh, what Nintendo have done with Metroid Prime 4 yeah. and just been like, it was, they did show like just Metroid Prime on a screen, like the, the, the logo. <laughs> then they went, obviously, this game is terrible, so we're starting it again. And then you just hear radio silence, and so it's not like, it's not like they're trying to. They're just letting people know that it is happening, but with no real expectation that we're going to see anything for years. As long as there's no expectation, you're going to see anything for years. I'm mm. kind of happy with that. But I, I am more. I am one of these guys that actually I like to hear about something like a year before mm. it's released. I like a late reveal because. I, I'm I'm all aboard the hype train, but, but I, think, uh, I, I think can't that's be on it all the time for the bigger developers. Like even people like CD Projekt Red, they're doing it early to get extra funding. That's why. Yeah, you're you're right. See um, that Cyberpunk trailer and go, oh my god, we want to play this. And the more that resonates around the internet, the more people go, we could put some money in that. Yeah, I suppose with um, I suppose with uh, companies like Microsoft and who are trying to get exclusives for Game Pass and things like that, we may be in a position where you aren't getting as many as these early, early reveals because they can just go directly to Microsoft or something and then Microsoft want that as a as a Game Pass day one and they help with the development or something like that, help with the funding or or they put them in contact with people or something like that. So, so it's not necessary to do these outlandish four years in advance well, announcements. This is the thing as well, I'm... I realise, Eddie, I've taken a long time over this question, which you've <laughs> actually provided answers for us. Um, but I think the thing, I can't remember which game it was, where they didn't actually tell you the name for ages. They had a couple of lead-up trailers that just drew you in hmm, um, without giving cool. any details or anything until they were in place to go like, yeah, title release, basically. Um, oh, that's going to really wind me up. If, I, if it comes to me, I'll shout it out later. Yeah, um, but I could see. I'd prefer they did that. I think, given the ones you've suggested, Eddie, either when work has actually started, or yeah. when the decision is made, is fine. You just have to be consistent from there. Okay, cool. Mm. All right. Well, moving on from that to the good old being delayed games. Mm. Uh, when should we get a date of expected release? Um, so what I mean by this is an actual date. So when it says September 2022, for me, I think it should be when they have a pretty damn good idea of when it will be ready. So if that's six months before, maybe even as far as nine months before. But I do not think they should have it before that because there's always the chance of being, being delayed. 
Uh, and let's be honest, I I would love to see the potential percentage of games that have been delayed this year. Yeah. But what do you guys think? I I would actually say them when they move to bug fixing. Really, that would yeah. be when they should do it. When you move to bug fixing, so that's probably what like three to six months, depending on the scale yeah. of the game. That's yeah. when you announce the date. Don't do it before because you're not going to do it. And if it releases with a few bugs, well, Bethesda have made a, an entire career off that. Like it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, when you move I, I to think. Bug fixing, I'm, I'm with Pete. I think it's when the game goes gold because mm. we're in this time now where everything is getting delayed. Now, indie yeah. games are different and other types of games are different. But uh, if we're talking like AAA to double to mm. A type games, I, I think I also like uh, it increases the hype for me as well. If somebody says a game is out next month or two months time, I go, ooh, okay. Yep. Strap yourselves in. Yep. Lovely, lovely old job. If somebody says 27th of March 2023, yep. I go, well, that's probably bollocks. Yeah. yeah. For me, Ben, there's two reasons. I think I mentioned um, a couple of weeks ago is, is when your mum used to buy your holiday, you know, a year before. And yep. you got really excited for that month, but then it all died down. And you actually felt sad that it was a long, long way away. It's the yeah. same with games. When I see a game and I get excited and then I see nine months time, I get sad because I go, that's fucking shit because I'm all excited about that game now. Yeah. Well, I, t- I, t- I tell you what, like, um, and I know a lot of people were a bit disappointed with the Xbox Bethesda showcase. I wasn't. But the w- one thing they were was that a lot of the games didn't get dated. But what they did, and I thought this was really, really clever, well, probably to be expected, given everything that's happened with Xbox and they need to, they basically everything that's at that event is going to release within the next 12 months. And I thought that was a very powerful kind of statement because it it meant that they didn't need to say release dates. It means that they can move things around and they could probably be flexible that 12 months if they needed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're not building up needless expectations. So games like A Plague Tale. Now, I would expect A Plague Tale to come out in three to four months. But they're not dating it yet, which I think is really good. Like that's that's quite cool because we know it's coming this year. They've said it is, and and I I don't I don't think it's gonna. You wouldn't think it's gonna slip because they've literally just said it now that it's twenty twenty two. They they're probably more than ever trying to get it in at least the right fucking year at the moment. Um, so I I I like what Xbox are kind of doing and not setting these dates set them nearer the time because then we can get the real excitement going fuck it just shadow drop everything just shadow no drop everything day. shadow drop fucking right shadow drop tell people oh, it's that, coming out just that'd be so just announce it just put it as a tweet <laughs> not even a tweet that. without a, tweet. a picture <laughs> a tweet without a picture that just says not even the full name just says requiem make a new account for each game as well so it's not even coming from one so you can't even follow it yeah. with no friends Zero or anything and it, it doesn't even have that it just says PT for Playtale <laughs> yeah. just says PT <laughs> fantastic this would be it would be a big change in release numbers <laughs> I also think that when games get delayed doesn't it put a negative feel on it Do it does it yeah. does yeah. it does you think it, it makes you, it makes you think oh something's wrong with it yeah. same what people thought about Starfield as soon as you get delay you're like oh mm. what does that mean yeah Where, where's it at and then and then they show you a trailer and you go well they show you some gameplay and you go oh actually it is in a good state how the fuck would you know yeah. this <laughs> this this gameplay trailer that they that they've put together is they they've cherry picked exactly what they want they've just whipped mm-hmm. something like exactly. how the fuck do you know how it looks like it's just well, a ridiculous statement I'm glad you said that Ben because that leads me nicely to the next question and this one's the big one for me what is your ideal trailer now what I mean by this is my example I want a small small amount of cinematic stuff 
Now, I, I think you'll be surprised that I even say that, but I do like a little bit of hype, maybe about the story, maybe something to introduce the game. But then I want lots of gameplay, lots of mechanics. I want to see exactly what I'll be doing in this game. And for me, that is the perfect kind of trailer. Fair. Well, you, this question, guys? Eddie, this question is, in my mind, the one that immediately came up was that fucking Alien game. the one that we just had at summer game fest uh it was like an alien game which uh for our listeners that haven't seen it i think it was like two minutes long at least two minutes of like cgi trailer alien looking stuff oh this is great and then we saw about four seconds of gameplay it was so quick wasn't it it was like cut 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 yeah (laughs) and it looks like it was like an isometric viewpoint it looked like it could be a real-time strategy or a cover shooter, or something like that. And it's just like, all right, well, this is exactly not the game that was advertised here. Like, and and even like Marvel Midnight Suns, that that one, that uh, we've seen a lot of tra- the first cinematic, the first trailer that we got for that was so cinematic, and then they only released that it was like a turn-based card type system fairly recently, I'm sure, because. It's still like, well, what? I remember the first one came out like a year ago or something. That trailer, and I was like, well, what the fuck is that game? Yeah. Like. It just doesn't give you anything, and it it actually makes you more annoyed than anything. Uh, mm. What what it, it because you like, you've told me nothing. Oh, how many times and... have you heard me fucking blow up at the screen? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've become Boxenberger. Thick blood there. Boxenberger thick. said last week thick he was like, blood. it takes it takes so much money to make those trailers as well. Yeah, it's oh, insanely God. expensive to make those trailers. Like that's probably well, it's so much more expensive you'd think than gameplay, and yet they yeah. really go hard for it. Um, but a lot of people have a lot more respect when you see, obviously, we want to see gameplay. But a lot of, I would rather see ropey gameplay than awesome CGI. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of, more towards you, Eddie. I want a bit of cinematic. But yeah. But I then want a bit of detail on mechanics, a bit of detail on the unique things about this game. Mm-hmm. Like give me an idea of the fact that you customize in so many different ways or whatever. Throw yep. all of that stuff in there. Don't try and just be cinematic. Unless you know like what, seven that... years beforehand, in which case, fair enough. Then it's okay. <laughs> Do you know who I, who I think, and I was always going to say this, is Starfield, is when I saw that trailer. I was just going to say that, yeah. Was There was enough action in there, and then out of nowhere they went into... I mean, I, uh, yeah. Do you remember when they said something about customizing the ship or something? And I fucking exploded. I know, and it all, that was their cinematic <laughs> bit. Even that was almost, yeah, that was their kind of cinematic stuff. When yep. it was actually that was really, really cool. I mean, Starfield. That Starfield trailer was it was very weird because by the end I was so positive, but that yep. first like thirty seconds I was like, what the. F- fuck yeah. is this I think they've done like, it on purpose and even even. do you remember I was so disappointed because I thought you were that fucking I thought it was third person I thought I was a third mm. person robot and I was like oh my god I'm devastated but by <laughs> the end I was screaming at the screen yeah that begging for it to come really out good. Mm. yeah 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 absolutely right moving on to the next one um, and this one's a bit of a weird one but should there be tech demos now Ooh, I'm going to refer to yeah, I'm referred to two tech demos. One that you'll probably agree that was really good was remember the Dead Space tech demo. That was yes. brilliant. That was really, that really was good. Superb. Um, and I also want to relate you to another tech demo that you might not have thought was as good was the Grand Tour. Yeah, that was wank. <laughs> yeah, that was absolute wank. Show. The How eight minute. Well, no, sorry. It? Was it thirty-two minutes? It was, 30 it was disgusting. Minutes, yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> About eight, eight minutes painful. of it was talking oh. about weather. 
it's really all the music painful. and all that. Anyway, well, do I you guys think no, 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 I wouldn't mind if the game actually looked good. <laughs> well, it's also but look great in the tech demo. <laughs> I, w- I would stunning. love a tech Here demo, Eddie. I would love a tech. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stop Ben from ranting. I know time, he was just about to go on his little rant again. Sorry, He's done it at least five or six times tonight, and every time I've watched five minutes, just blink. And I'm like, most of the time, it's the same thesis repackaged more angrily, which I enjoy a lot as well. But anyway, yes, I'd love a tech demo, but keep it about as short as one of Ben rant, Ben's rants, but a bit oh, punchier. Cool. <laughs> Dead Space did it. Dead Space did it really yeah, well. Dead where Space they man. just <laughs> pull back the fourth wall. It's like, yeah, okay, this is what we're working on. This is the, the, the yeah, the, these are the environments. They're really. Uh, this the really really alpha at the moment, but yeah, I loved how they did that. I thought yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's um, I, I would want it on all games with well, for start new features like like the Dead Space had had mm. all the things that they're introducing like the fog and all that. Um, but I also want it on like strategy games where it kind of highlights mechanics, even yeah, if yeah. they're like simple mechanics. I I just want something to. Get me excited to show me exactly what I'm expected if I buy this game. Yes. Um, but to caveat that, I'm quite surprising. I I don't think they're needed if they're on like you know story based games, correct? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. like Life is Strange or something yeah. like that. I don't. I could imagine posit another one, Eddie, which is sequels, like proper sequels. Yes. Talking things like High Isle uh, for Elder Scrolls. And even the World of Warcraft expansions, like the World of Warcraft expansions have some of the best cinematic trailers there are because they don't need to show you gameplay because you know what the game is. Yes. You know what it is. So that's where you can get away with that stuff. And yeah, things like Life is Strange where it's mostly story, cinematics, don't do a tech demo. Like Mm. that that works. Yeah. But I'd love to see more tech. Yeah, I'd love to see more tech demos, especially around strategy games. I think that would work so well. In Crusader Kings 3, a tech demo could tell you how to play that game in 20 minutes, and it'd take you two hours to learn it yourself, minimum. Yeah. So they could solve a lot of the problems of people not wanting to pick it up by doing an engaging tech demo. Absolutely. And and I hate to be that guy, but even me, who does a lot of research with my games, there are some games that I play for a while, and I don't even know... I didn't mm. even know like some of the mechanics that happened. I didn't know that you yeah, press yeah. F and it changed the formation of your people on the go and stuff like that. Oh, God, yeah. I find hotkeys in the Total War games or the Paradox <laughs> games, even now, you're just like, oh, that's handy. Yeah. Because you don't, if you don't need it, it's just a QOL or whatever else. Mm. Sometimes you just don't find them. Um, and a tech demo could give you some really cool, interesting extras, couldn't it? Exactly, mate. Exactly. All right, nice one. That leads me on to my final question. You're a game developer. What is your ideal build-up schedule for an upcoming game? So, for me, I want the announcement uh, when work is being done. Six months before release, I will drop a release date. This is coming out in six months' time. Then around three months before, I'm going to do this Uber trailer uh, with a little bit of cinematic. And then only a month before... Just to get people excited, and therefore that still excitement in their month, in their mind for that month, is drop a tech demo. Nice. I like also Eddie that I hadn't really noticed that you just Frankenstein'd up our feature this week. <laughs> I, asked you put, I asked you to put some format to yours, and you went, "I know how I'll do this." Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein it. Love that. Yeah, very well played. And I quite um, like that you guys criticise how I put together the features and with the mm. different like bullet points and all that. And Eddie's just gone that exact route. Yeah, what? Well, just, well, no, Ben, Ben. But the point that. isn't a fucking structure. It's just asking questions. 
that's just basic formatting. Ben, yeah, what, what you do structure. is categorise it. Great structure. You categorise everything, Ben. If I said, like, the feature is tomatoes, you would go category one, colour. Category two. He would make an Excel spreadsheet to do this. I don't know why I'm surprised. I don't know why that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, fair point. Uh, Fair point, me. Um, Okay, so in terms of this, I would probably go announcement a bit earlier than you, uh, Eddie. I don't mind an announcement being early as long as there's a bit of follow-up afterwards. Um, uh, What's it called? Release date, bug fixing, three to six months before tops trailer around the same time actually yeah fuck it just have the release date in the trailer boom coming and then tech demo yeah month before sounds very healthy trade and release date same day just to get the excitement all yeah in one thing maybe even that way you could do a more cinematic trailer and basically have it be a trailer for your tech demo which is going to go deep into gameplay too My 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 ideal my ideal. I've taken your two on board. So what I'm doing is a different. I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about my. This is for my indie. For one of my indies. Mm. I want you to turn up at a Nintendo Direct, show me a banging trailer, Mm. and then shadow drop that shit. And I've never heard of it before. That's what I want. (laughs) You're the developer of this trailer and release all one day, baby. That's what I want. I'm in for that. Oh my god, you were the developer on this, Ben. That's some crunch. That, no, that's yeah. I want to. Oh, okay, I want to be at a Nintendo Direct. I want to shadow drop that shit. Nobody's ever heard of it before. Done. Next. By one tweet as well. Just yes. Okay. One tweet, which is just which is just an acronym. Yeah. <laughs> and a, a, an invisible hyperlink next to it that you can't see, but if you clicked, it, it would take you there. Just saying O N out now. Oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> Fantastic. Never I mean, literally, everyone would just read it as, why is someone shouting on at me? Oh, yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we're not developers. But, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, I think it, it's interesting to see what other people would think, wouldn't it? I'd be interested to hear what Kirk would think mm. on this type of stuff. And I'd be oh, very... I, bet Kirk's, mm. I bet Kirk likes a long, long period yeah, of build-up. Yeah, a long build-up, right? Like, I reckon mm. it is. And then gives yeah, up the I'll game after 20 minutes and says it isn't scary. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'd be interested to hear what he thinks. And I'd also be very interested to hear what everyone who listens to us would think. So how would they let us know, Ben? Great segue. Um, you can email us at podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. You can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. Um, and we're also on YouTube, Grumpy Gamers Podcast, and Twitch, Grumpy Gamers Podcast, all one word. And we will be streaming every Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, BST. And this week, it's The Quarry. Yes, indeed. Yeah. You're looking forward to that, Ben? I really am. I nice. really, really am. I know I, I, I want to play it now, but I'm saving it for stream. Damn right, you <laughs> save it. Nice. 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 But for this week, it is GG. 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 GG.